With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. everyone and welcome to the unofficial one piece podcast my name is zach and my name is ed and my name is jason yeah so um once again this is just like a curse i have with jason every time i record in his house there's some sort of a words program going on uh for those who don't remember oh was did i actually record anything when that time no this was just to edit okay so yeah last time i edited uh the pod, the Mike McFarland podcast, which had a lot of little editing. I, I forgot what I was editing out. I just, I just oh, was editing. I don't know. It took a while. Um, no one cares. <laughs> and the Oscars were on, and this time the Emmys are on. But I know no one cares. As well, Ed they're not on yet, and we're going to be done before they are. Right before. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so this is going to be an immensely awesome podcast to kick off the month of awesome. I'm going to put the echoey sound With effect. The- hand movements too they won't see the hand movements but jason saw them consider yourself saved (laughs) so yeah so we're gonna start out today we're gonna have patrick seitz uh for a good half hour interview it's gonna be fun um and you're going to enjoy it because it's very much super as it's so said um no no jason jason this is the supercast and Jason doesn't understand that giving me looks doesn't translate on the podcast. Because it's not meant for them, it's meant for you. <laughs> but I can't it's help. Wow. That could be less creepy. <laughs> it's meant for you, Zach. Mm. Mm. And then right after mm. then right after that, Ed, I know this yep. is you're, you must be looking forward. We have over an hour talking with Greg about the newest events in the manga. Uh, so we have the very non-spoilery interview with Patrick Seitz, and then... Greg returns after how long has it been? Months and months yeah. and months. Yeah. Uh, so we're very excited about that, right? Right, Jason? We're excited. Um, and then, of course, we round things off with the anime recap, which is actually how we never round things off. Uh, and we'll, of course, in that, have some piece together and news because a podcast would not be complete without that. Remember, we are going now once a week. Um, so this is going to be a really long episode, and you're going to be like, whoa, this is a long episode. It's going to be like two hours. Yeah, but we're only doing once a week, so it's think of it as a double episode once a week. Uh, next week, guys, look forward. Uh, for those who have not seen that anime show, check it out at thatanimeshow.isgreat.org. Uh, that, no, it's just that animeshow.com now, isn't it? Shh, they don't know about that yet, Ed. Now what? Zach has to edit things. <laughs> no, I don't have to edit it, but it exists. Uh, well, they, they won't. 
It's fine. It's launching. I've used the website. It's very nice for streaming the episodes. Yes, thank you. Um, anyway, uh, we're very much uh, looking forward to having Terry Doty and Stephen Hoff on. Uh, and then the week after that, we should have Stephen Paul on. And Jason had an idea, and I think we're going to try and do this for that episode. We talked about this a little last yeah. time. But hopefully we'll have Greg and Stephen on so we could recap the whole freaking series. Yeah, just go over like you know the milestones of the series, how characters have Part progressed. One. Pretty much part one Summarized. recap. And it would be a very, 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 very long episode, probably. Well, they're all, I think all the episodes this week, especially the Tatum episodes to round it off, which is where I was going next, um, are going to be very, very long. They're all that also leads into episode two of Full Metal Podcast. Yes. Uh, so we're going to have episode two of the Full Metal Podcast uh, September 15th, if all goes well. Uh, if it goes too well, it'll come out a day before that. If it doesn't go quite as well, it'll come out a day after that. Uh, either way, and that's when I'm going to start. This is going to be like the last episode. Steve's not going to be on for a very long time because he's going to be co-hosting with me. Uh, so I apologize, Steve, for your commute from upstate New York. That took an un- indeterminate amount of time. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> uh, we're happy to get the show underway now. I know you guys are very much looking forward to the sites interview, so why don't we start with that? Um, then we're going to go into some news, and then we're going to go from the news, uh, we'll go into the Greg Nogo guy, and from the Greg Nogo guy into the anime recap, and from the anime recap to the piece together, and then we'll round off. That's a lot of shit. It took me like five minutes to say. Uh, so, let's do it now, then. Yeah, let's do it now. Here let's go, go for it. Okay, everyone, uh, we are very pleased to present uh, the man himself, Patrick Seitz, voice of Frankie on One Piece. How are you doing? What's up, guys? Hey. Uh, so if you haven't heard him yet, uh, you should pick up the game, if it's still possible to pick up Unlimited Adventure, and he's on that. Is there anything else that you're on? I think that's I think that's all that's available at the moment. Yeah. That's, that's all Frankie-wise. Yes, Frankie-wise. And that, why else would you get anything One Piece? I don't really understand. <laughs> Um, so, uh, why don't you tell us a little bit how, uh, you first were introduced to the series, how much you've seen, um, and, you know, your first role with the series, you know, on Unlimited Adventure. Well, I, I was down, uh, the way I got involved in One Piece was I was down at Funimation doing some, anyhow, uh, and then Mike McFarlane, who's a pal, was like, hey, do you want to, do you want to read these characters? Because the, the game was coming out. Right. And I said, yeah. I said, okay, well, you know, just know that if you, you know, if, uh, if you book anything, you have to come, like, right back. Like, immediately right back. I'm like, yeah, sure, I'm down with that. Um, and so I read for Frankie, and they sent it off. And they were on a pretty tight turnaround, too, and they were getting it approved from Japan. So getting the, you know, getting the thumbs up from the, the proverbial horse's mouth, as it were. Uh, and so... I read for it. I went home. I think like the next day, the day after that, I get called like, "Congratulations, you're Frankie. Now come right back." <laughs> uh, <laughs> I was like, "Okay, uh, let me let me just you know dump the clothes out of my bag and put new clothes in this bag, and I'll be right back." <laughs> um, and it, I, I think one of the one of the, the the cool things about it is that uh, at that point, at least, I wasn't doing any sort of zany characters in L.A. Um, because once people have worked with you, they, 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 they get to sort of figure out where to put you best or, or right. where they're going to get the most use out of you. And so I was mostly doing, like, heroes and villains and that kind of stuff in L.A. 
Um, and so it was nice going somewhere where they didn't have as as locked in and of an idea of what I could do and say, here, you know, try for this, be zany. So I was like, okay. Um, and then I came right back and I did it. It was a good time. So I wasn't familiar. I mean, I'd, I'd heard of the show. I knew, I knew that there were pirates and zanianists, and I knew that the, 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 you know, the art style of it was just awesome. Um, <laughs> but I wouldn't have not taken the time to sit down and immerse myself into the One Piece world. It would take a while. Themes. That's, see, that's the thing. It's, it's, it's having the time, and then, you know, as you guys know, and all your listeners know better than anybody, this is an expensive hobby. Um, <laughs> yes, so, you know, jumping into a long-running series like that of anything is, is uh, you know, a major commitment. <laughs> it is. It's, yeah. I think it's doable in small chunks, if I, if I were to recommend someone who doesn't have a lot of time. Yeah. Yeah. It could, you know, maybe reading it. It's a lot easier to hop on early on and then just follow it week by week and then say, oh, wow, it's gotten this long. You <laughs> <laughs> can try catching up, yeah. <laughs> you, were, you were lucky in that respect. Um, yeah. But, yeah, uh, Ed, do you have uh, any any questions from there? Um, uh, I was just wondering like, what... nope, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was just wondering, what's the, uh, I mean... What kind of characters were you playing up to the point where you were doing Frankie? What, what have you gotten used to in, in L.A.? Um, I mean, I was... This might have been before I started doing uh, Ishin Kurosaki because he's sort of in that same kooky vein. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was doing the mysterious, enigmatic stuff of Luke Valentine and Helsing. I was uh, I was Saint and Amazing Nurse Nanako. I was a... You know, uh, uh, Kurafune in Melody of Oblivion, which I don't think anybody has seen. <laughs> all kinds of crazy. I, I mean, it was, it was definitely sort of the, the villain, the suave villain, or sort of the enigmatic anti-hero type. Um, so to go somewhere and be like, hey, here's the cyborg with blue hair, and he's got cola in his mouth, <laughs> he wears a Speedo, which they steal from him to make him join the team. I'm like, hmm, this is different. This is different. <laughs> I like this. It's it's a good kind of different, and depending on what you put in his stomach, he could change a little bit. I like that. <laughs> it's like real life. I don't even have to act. Yeah, exactly. I I mean, we go around pretending we had cola in our stomach all the time. No, <laughs> we usually do. Um, but kind of on that note, a lot of people we we talked about this a little bit at Otakon, trying to you know squash your fears concerning this. But a lot of people have been going around saying, yeah. It's been so long. You can't still be doing that. Um, you know, do you have you heard anything since Otakon or um, or in general about your status as Frankie? Not since Otakon. There was that stuff I read on the on the internet prior to Otakon where people were saying, "Yeah, I heard it from an actor that you know the role is open and blah 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 blah." And maybe that's true. I mean, I don't have anything definitively say that it's not. But, you know, I know folks down there, and, and for as often as I pestered McFarland, <laughs> hey, he's a Frankentime, he has a Frankentime, you know, he's, he's a friend of mine. I, I'm, I'm sure yeah. if they were going to go a different route with Frankie, which, again, is their right, um, I, I'm sure I would have gotten a phone call. I'm sure, it would, you yeah. know, I, I, I seriously doubt they would go the whole route of, like, someday I'm watching it, I'm like, hey, hey that's Frankie, that's not my voice. <laughs> I, that just doesn't seem... Nah, that doesn't seem feasible. Yeah, we've right? talked so, to Mike before. I don't, yeah. I don't think he would do I mean, that. 
I think personally, like just from listening to Unlimited, Unlimited Adventure again, that you're perfect for Frankie. So yeah, I can't see it. And it's, place. even you could even tell growth from the first scene we listened. To, we we watched pretty much all of them just now, which wasn't a whole lot. But uh, from the first from the first scene to the last scene, it already sounded like you grew into the character a bit more, which is hard to do with a video game. I mean, I understand a lot of like a lot of the mainstays on One Piece sound a lot lot different on that. So I, I, we all look forward to seeing how you get into that character, and it's coming soon. Uh, I mean, if if we if we assume everything's going to go fine, he's pretty would... he's pretty uh, he's pretty early in season four there. So yeah, and, and I'm sure that you know once I get in them doing it, it'll it'll solidify. The tough thing too is people were hearing this, you know, my first time doing it, not in the context of a show, <clears throat> and then. You know, weighing in, which again is their right to do. But it's like anything else. Once you once you've done it a couple times, it sort of settles into wherever it's going to be. So, you know, people are saying, oh, "I wish the super sound like this. I wish the super sound like that." Like, yeah, you're, you've been getting you know, that, really. It, I thought it sounded good. <laughs> yeah. You know. Uh, now, are you a were you Texas based originally before you moved to LA, or um, did you start out in uh, Los Angeles? Start out in LA. I, I'm. I'm from Riverside initially, which is just in like an hour outside of LA. I mean, mm-hmm. it's totally different vibe-wise. It reminds me of the far side of the moon, um, <laughs> but proximity-wise, at least it was convenient. Even if the sort of the, the scene was totally different, I could imagine. And then got to know the Texans for doing you know conventions and whatnot. And eventually, they started doing a couple auditions my way, which is awesome. Yeah. I, I, you know, I totally appreciate that. Well, I know you also have a lot of success in the video game industry and. Uh... Every, everywhere else that I know a lot of voice actors really are trying to do you know that kind of uh, eclectic thing yeah. uh, career path which do you prefer like the video game or the anime uh, as, well as far as the sort of hoity-toity you know actor telling a story getting into the character blah 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 sort of thing uh, I prefer anime because you get more time with the character you're taking things in chronological order you're getting more of the context um Video games, a lot of times, just because things are more expensive and, you know, the clock is ever ticking, um, sometimes you'll just take a page of dialogue at a time and maybe you'll see the lines in between to flesh out the moment and maybe you won't. Uh, And with a lot of things not being done to flap, uh, you go a lot faster, which, you know, has its pluses and its minuses. The minuses being you can just tear through stuff and not really sort of immerse yourself in the character as much because you're not getting the visual, you're not getting the... And again, you know, it, it changes from, from uh, project to project. Some projects, you'll get the backstory, you'll get the scene, you'll get the concept art, you'll see the video to be able to really get the context. But other times, it's hit the ground running, run, 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 you know, give me two takes of each line, we'll get to the bottom of the page, we'll tell you if we need a retake of anything, and off we go. So, but, that said, the, the money in video games is much more lucrative. They're just operating with a bigger budget because they're selling... You know, more units. Some of these AAA games, you know, Modern Warfare 2, Assassin's Creed 2, it's, it's mm-hmm. insane mm-hmm. the amount of copies they sell. It's just, it's crazy. They're crazy awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Money is not a bad thing. I don't think anyone would say. You know, it, it, it's, it's, I found it to be one of the best possible things for paying one's bills. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I've tried everything else and it just doesn't work the same way. <laughs> Barter system, the, the, you know, the, the thrill is gone. They don't, they don't, <laughs> My, my chicken. Since the agrarian I revolution, chicken. I, lied. I, I don't even have chicken. Well, when you when you when you come into Texas to record, how does that work? How long do you stay for? 
Uh, I'm usually I'm usually there and gone pretty quick, just because, you know, if I'm down there, I'm not out here, and right. we hate missing. You know, we love working, but we want it all. We never want to miss. You know, project A on account of project B. Um, so usually I'm there and back pretty quick. Um, just try to get you know have many hours they need for me to schedule into a couple of days. I was there recently for a grand total of about 30 hours. I flew in late on a Thursday, worked Friday, and I was back Saturday morning. So oh, that wow. was a couple of days. But it just depends on what there is to do, basically. Imagine they'll have you in a lot more often when they're working on uh, season four. Hope of One yeah. Piece, yeah, hopefully. <laughs> I'm I'm really hyped about it because from what I just saw with Unlimited Adventure, so now I, I got it's got my blood boiling for that to come out sooner. Yeah, and also it's it's one of your long stated you know favorite arcs of the series too. Yeah, it's that you're you're in probably one of the best parts of the show uh, thus far. I mean, it's gone on for a while, yeah. but I really love that. And also with things of race, and there's Frankie is just a great character. Yeah, so. yeah, I, a lot of people's favorite character in one piece is frankie so i'm, I'm very much looking forward to that in the english version um he gets all the be- show filled with characters like that i mean yeah you know he gets, he gets all the best gags he does i i think i i think i showed you a little bit before you were dashing for your plane at otakon but it just things get more and more ridiculous with frankie as time goes on yes it never gets less like never gets less ridiculous right um okay so wh- what Take okay um Let's read uh, some questions from people who aren't us. Uh, first off, which one do you want to start with, Jason, since it's in front of you as well? Are there any you like specifically? Are there any people you like more than other people? No. Um, <laughs> okay. uh, well, we'll do this one from Wolfwood. Uh, is, I, well, I think this is a pretty self-explanatory answer, actually. Is there anything about Frankie that stands out from you from other roles you've done? <laughs> is there anything that doesn't? Um, <laughs> it's just, it's, there's, you know, I, a lot of us end up playing characters that are like other characters we've, we've played before. It's just the nature of the of the business. But uh, I, when I think of Frankie, I, 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 I really don't think I can say, oh, he's like so-and-so just with, you know, a pompadour uh, <laughs> or a refrigerator in his stomach or, you know, it's... It, Beyond the, he's in his own. He's definitely in his own category. Um, the, the, I actually like this one uh, from Chopper Rules. Uh, how much do you already know about Frankie's character, and is there anything you look forward to playing in his upcoming roles? Uh, if that, as as we said in the Perfect World, hopefully that comes out sooner rather than later. I know a little bit. I'm the sort that runs to Wikipedia, um, which you know, depending on the entry, is sometimes a great source and sometimes just sort of a. Meh source of information um but i didn't want to i want to know what's going on generally but i don't want to spoil all the fun in the process right so i've I've like not gone through and slavishly watched all those episodes because i want to be fun when i'm actually doing it yeah yeah i understand unfortunately for energy character it's not going to work if i'm like oh right that thing that i've known about for (laughs) unfortunately years i guess record that he gets a lot of his uh, history explained right up at the beginning after he's introduced. So Yeah, that's a good uh, thing. Because I know Stephanie Young's character, Robin, has it explained way later like oh, yeah. from when, when she's introduced. And Luffy, really, uh, I think Colleen said it's just, you know, jumping out of a bar- barrel. And that's that's the introduction to that character. <laughs> you don't get that right away either. Um, <laughs> 
See, you get you get more of an introduction than that. You don't have to jump out of a barrel. Yeah. Um, but I, I love when you get to Frankie's backstory. Well, uh, did they do anything in Limited Adventure with that? I'm trying to remember. Unlimited Adventure? Uh, just a little bit, but I don't think he did the role for Frankie because, you know, Frankie's so much younger as a kid. They just had him stopping the train. Yeah, yeah they have him. Yeah, but who played that? Or whatever. I think it was Greg. Oh, it was Greg? I remember reading at some point, because there was, I think it was on the Wikipedia entry, I had young Frankie listed as, as Greg Ayers, I think. You should take that from Yeah, that, that sounds about right. <laughs> Um, I can I can imagine that. <laughs> I loved all the voices on that because we were also listening to Jerry Jewell, who I know was yes. also at Otakana. He did, I think, a very good job as Kaku in that. Um, and ev- everyone else of the minor characters who are yet to be introduced. I think they're all in the same season as you, too, so there's a lot of cool stuff that, that's Yeah, that to. game just came out, like, when that series, was, when that arc was kind of, like, wrapping up in Japan. So that game <laughs> pretty much has everything. Ed, do you want to do the ten questions from inside the actor's studio? Yeah, we can do that. Okay. Um, for, it's a 10-question questionnaire based on the questions from inside the actor's studio. And the first question is, what is your favorite word? My favorite word? Oh. <laughs> I love them all so much. <laughs> um, I, one, it, this isn't my favorite, but it's one that I love, even though it angers me, is quixotic. Because every time I say it, I'm thinking, it's pronounced wrong. Give it the other way. <laughs> even though the wrong way is the right way. Yeah. I want to be chaotic. So actually, actually, so didn't we actually have this argument like two or three months ago? No. <laughs> sure That's impossible. I don't remember. <laughs> I was, I, I was, I was wrong. They, they aren't pronounced the same. Zach was right. Really? Me? Yeah, That's actually, right. I was, I'm I surprised was too. The other way too. Yeah. Um, the second question in the questionnaire is, uh, what is your least favorite word? My least favorite word. Um, Certain. <laughs> I it, because sometimes I hit it in translations a lot. A certain a certain individual who certain thing certain 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 and they'll want it kept in the in the translation in the adaptation. It's, a, it's a word that sounds very bad to you when you have to repeat it all over the time. Pardon? It's just a word that sounds very strange to you if you keep repeating it a lot. Well, it just it. it just one that when I encounter it, I won't encounter it, you know, once, or I won't encounter it being used subtly. It'll just be everywhere. It'll just be certain on parade. (laughs) (laughs) All right, uh, question number three. What turns you on? (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Opportunity. It's not what you expected, was it, Ed? No, it's okay. (laughs) Well, it leads into Like, I thought the answer was going to be Ed. (laughs) (laughs) He had his fingers crossed. (laughs) Please, please, please. I dodged your question. Ah. Opportunity is a good answer, though. Question four. What turns you off? Ed, 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 Ed. (laughs) (laughs) Be nice, Ed. Proud ignorance. Yeah, I, I know what you mean. Yeah, but. people I, that are was, like, I, I don't know, I don't know Jack, and I'm proud of it. I don't want to know Jack. You know. They were all over my neighborhood earlier. Uh, you live in Washington D.C. You don't, you don't have to call it a neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they were oh, all over the place. It is, it, is, it is global in its reach. Yeah. <laughs> it was concentrated here for about four hours yesterday. Really? 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> Glenn Beck was having a rally down in the Lincoln Memorial. <laughs> oh, yeah. With Sarah Palin. Oh. Yes. And for some reason, Albert Pujols was there, too. Hey, you got to be nicer. She's busy reading all of the newspapers, remember? All That's of true. Them, every Pretty newspaper. Old. We got we got yelled at once. We got yelled at for like Russia from the reflecting pool. <laughs> <laughs> we got yelled at for making one very very subtle Republican remark. So this is I gonna made be a, fun. I made a joke about President Bush, which is weird because it was like two years after. I think it was. had to do with like One Piece, though, wasn't it? Like someone I don't know. Someone in the story did something like Bush, and then we got yelled at. For, that was ridiculous, but whatever. <laughs> I like the reflecting pool comment. I'm gonna yeah. go on the record. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not right. afraid anymore, Jason. Now, question number five. What sound or noise do you love? What sound or noise do I love? Um, it's it's going to sound stupid, but I recently moved out of, of Los Angeles proper. I mean, I'm still going in all the time for work, but I'm not in L.A. And I'll walk outside, and I'll just hear the wind and maybe, like, you know, a Cessna in the distance. I look on someone's flying, and I don't hear traffic. It's it's the it's the lack of LA. I mean, LA is where the work is. It's got all sorts of wonderful opportunities. You can't beat, you know, the entertainment scene. But as far mm-hmm. as not hearing traffic 24 hours a day of some sort, I love just walking outside and you know, going, "Oh, what's that I hear? Not LA. Rustling <laughs> through trees. I like that." I so just that's up there. I, I just moved to New York, so I, I understand. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it does not shut up ever. That's why I'm recording I'll, at my friend's house out here. I'll send you a blank tape and just be like, "This has been nothing, <laughs> nothing for an hour." Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, that sounds unbelievable. Yeah. <laughs> question, question six: What sound or noise do you hate? Oh, um. Where to begin? Uh, <laughs> leaf blowers, hmm. dumpsters hitting the ground after being dropped by the garbage trucks. Um, <laughs> probably just every every sound you've encountered in New York. Yeah, um, yeah. Sirens. <laughs> people breaking. honking on the freeway. Face turned up too high. Crazy people yeah. asking for change. Screeching babies howling like the chorus of uh, Sam. Oh, uh, I hate that one. I hate that one. <laughs> and I have been hearing that all the time recently. <laughs> Uh, Notice how that list was a lot longer than the other one. <laughs> <laughs> well, you you deal with sound. I mean, that you're a voice actor, so it makes sense that you're more aware of the bad noises that you don't want to hear in anything. It's it's true. Or when you when you're listening to the radio, especially when like your favorite channels are doing like the love song dedication hour or whatever it is, and they'll have the the smarmy DJ like way up on the mic, and all you hear is the clicks. It's Casey Casey's love notes. Dear Casey. <laughs> now I notice all that stuff from doing. Uh... I almost, I almost yelled at Casey Kasem once. I was, I was in a place. This is when I was directing Monster, and someone like one room over was making noise. I'm like, what the, what the hell is this? What is this sound that I'm hearing? I shouldn't be hearing this. What, what is this? <laughs> I was about to go over, it and they're like, no, dude, dude, it's, it's like Casey Kasem warming up for his Scooby Doo session. I'm like, oh. He <laughs> <laughs> does do the voice of Shaggy. I forgot about that. You, you you go right on ahead, Mr. Kasem. I'm, I, good, good, good luck to you. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure he is not <laughs> listening to this. <laughs> I'm glad I didn't just like round the corner like, what the hell? Oh, oh hi, you. Uh, okay, yeah. uh, question number seven. What is your favorite curse word? 
favorite curse word? Well, lately, see, I was playing uh, the saboteur on Xbox 360, where you're this, this Irish guy that goes around helping the resistance movement in Paris during World War II, um, trying to liberate the city from the Nazis. And if you fall from too great a height, he just yells out, Motherfuck! So that's sort of my, my favorite lately. It's fun because you're, you're falling and you're about to die, and the Nazis have been chasing you for blocks and blocks. You're like, I really don't want to go back to where I started from. So there's that tension, but at the same time, it's like, gee, that's hilarious. He just yells it out. I mean, loud and proud. Yeah. Well, when you are killing yourself from a, from a height, it makes sense. Okay. Uh, <laughs> question number eight. What profession other than your own would you like to attempt? Other than my own, um, screenwriting. I went. I went to. I, I dabbled in it as undergrad. I went to grad school for it. Um, I do adapt scripts for anime, but oh. you know, screenwriting. Screenwriting is something a different beast because <laughs> I'm not just filling in the dialogue. Um, and I work on it when I have the time. But luckily, I don't have the time because I'm working. But then I think, oh, I should be working on the screenwriting. But then I'm going, oh no, I should work on the paid projects. It's a nice, it's a nice dilemma to have. Yeah. Um, yeah. And as far as like a real world job, if you know the industry ever imploded or my larynx ever just went MIA one day, um, probably teaching college. I taught high school. There were ups and downs. Many of the downs can be avoided in college. Like if the student doesn't want to be there, they don't show up. Or you don't have to be there every day at seven in the morning. So, I think I think teaching college would be pretty swank as far as real jobs go. Yeah, I, teaching has always been a cool job. I think it sounds like. A... I think it depends what you're teaching. <laughs> I think it also depends what the kind of students you have are. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Once again, New York City might not be the optimal or Baltimore. Uh, I, I have a. I had the low end experience of being a camp counselor. That was sort of like teaching. No, it, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say really. Oh, you, you, you have. You can't nod. People don't hear that. <laughs> uh, Ed, it's teaching, okay. but there's a pool, and you like have arts and crafts. <laughs> it's like here's here's how you don't drown. <laughs> so that's well, a teaching lesson. Teaching with s'mores. Yeah. <laughs> Question number nine: What profession would you not like to do? Oh Lord. Uh, this is like the whole good sound, bad sound. <laughs> um, yeah. I'm lucky in that what I do keeps changing and mutating. I mean, obviously the voice work, the characters change from day to day, but then there's the directing work, there's the scripted adaptation work. I think doing anything day in, day out, nine to five, stuck at a desk, um, you know, unless it was something that I was... God damn it. About, <laughs> it would drive me nuts. I would just, I would, I would get super ADD and and jump out a window, not to kill myself, <laughs> out of that room and like explore. Yeah. Oh <laughs> god. Every time, see, every time we have a guest on, and they always get that question with that answer, and Jason wants to kill himself a little bit. Yeah, Jason yeah. has very. <laughs> I I, ha- I have the uh, nine to five, or should I say seven thirty to whenever I finish my work. Well, you're trying to change Thanks. that job. To a different kind of nine to five, but at least that has some creativity towards it. But every it's like every voice actor doesn't want to be Jason. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, well, I, I didn't want to. I didn't want to answer it with just Jason. 
<laughs> well, I thought I'd, I, I'd sort of tiptoe around it and beat around the bush, but I didn't just want to fly out. But, but let's be honest. That's what we're all thinking, <laughs> including Jason. Yes, I mean, like, I, I understand the whole thing about, you know, jump out the window kind of thing, because, you know, ever since they moved us to the 25th floor. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. That does sort of up it's, the no, and, and, It's been a and safety I feel hazard. Bad thing, like, I don't want to feel like we're some sort of, like, rarefied beast that, that couldn't do it. It's just, you know, there's things. It's not that I couldn't do that job. It's just that I would be not good at, at that sort of job. You know, I don't, I don't think any of us say that, like, oh, this is, you know, you hear people saying, this is the only thing I'm good at. I'm so glad to have acting because there's nothing else <laughs> in the world I can do. No, we can do other things. We would just be crappy at them. I had other, I had other jobs, and I was crappy at them. No, so, no, but this one is completely boring. The office, boring. <laughs> Yeah, I've I've worked at offices. So I could depends the office you're at though. Some of them are some of them are good. Or it depends if what you're you doing. Get a hang glider. This this twentieth floor thing could be fixed. Yes, <laughs> I agree. Or a zip line. You're in New York. Ooh. You could do the zip line. Ooh, that's yeah. sexy. Yeah. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> and, then, and then if you fell, you could just yell "mother fuck." <laughs> <laughs> Let's have that happen. <laughs> oh, it's a terrible right. idea. The final question, question ten: <laughs> If heaven exists, what would you like to hear God say when you arrive at the pearly gates? <laughs> Surprise! <laughs> <laughs> no one has answered. Exist. No one has answered that humorously, and I like that. <laughs> Thank you. I do exist. <laughs> Everyone's very serious. It's like, okay, uh, I would like him you to say. You didn't think I was going to be a giant octopus, did you? <laughs> no, uh... I knew it. I, didn't I say he was a giant octopus this whole time? Yep. Uh. Who told? <laughs> uh, there's, there was a giant octopus in One Piece. See how we how, how we brought that back? There should be. I like that. It's, it's... There's no, in, the, in one of the movies that recently came out. It was a land octopus. Well, also, it's Skypea. You know, oh, in Skypea there was. Yeah, and the end of season three, there's a big. Yeah, they float down to the earth in a big. Oh octopus. wait, the giant! I forgot about that giant octopus. There's so many of them in one piece. It's an octopus hot air balloon. Yeah, it was the octopus what? hot air balloon. I'm picturing a hot air balloon with like tentacles and a beak. No, it's uh, the head is the hot air balloon, and then the tentacles hold the ship up. This is from right before Frankie enters in the series. But like, then what, do they have like? Do they have like a hot air source, like a like a burner going? Yeah, like they did. Hot right? air? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, they did. It so was a, it was a yeah. flame dial. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's um, that that happens only like twenty episodes before. Well, in One Piece, twenty yeah. episodes isn't that much. Uh, but, <laughs> uh, anyway, are, are there uh, any big things that you want to tell the people that are coming up uh, that you're in soon? Um. Well, I guess <clears throat> I guess the big one would be Hitalia. Which is coming out next month. I've heard. I've heard about that series. September. It's 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 all the countries are people and hijinks ensue. Um, yes, and if you go to cons, a bajillion million people are cosplaying it. Yeah, I've I've noticed. <laughs> I, I still find it funny that when that panel started is when the fire alarm went off at Oticon. <laughs> yeah, that was that was a special moment for all involved. Like, okay, so you've been sitting in line for hours. We're going to get going with this. What are those lights that are going off? Oh, this isn't a disco. Yeah. Yeah, that was, that was interesting. They were like, we have to clear out the convention center. All 25,000 people. If you were in your Frankie yeah. state, you'd be doing the disco on the on the floor there. As you really... It was, it was tempting. <laughs> no. you know, although it was crazy. People people didn't go nuts. They just they heard it out of the building. And 
and they herded back in. And I think most of the people that were in there waiting for the Dahlia premiere came back. And I think at that point they figured, oh, no, I didn't just sit in line for hours for nothing. I'm going back. <laughs> yeah, I, I heard from uh, Adam and Charlene that they were they all went back to the original seats. I, that Supposedly, is ridiculous. Yeah. Supposedly. I thought it was going to be chaos. I thought people were going to be throwing chairs. It was going to be like, you know, soil and green. With <laughs> dump truck and people. I, it, it, it worked out pretty well. I'm surprised that that didn't happen. There was a guy running up no. the side of the building. Yeah. I, we have a picture of that. On the <laughs> yeah, there was a guy walking from like the crown on the ground to the crown on the belt. It's like, where is he going? Where where does he think he's going? Uh, but wacky. So many. There were how many anime fans were standing out in the middle of Baltimore, God. and all these like all these cars were trying to get through. At least we decided to go back to the hotel. Yeah, the hotel was. <laughs> I, I know from what Tatum told us, at least you were ushered through in the back, you know, with a Greek flag or something. <laughs> and you know what? Yeah, well, Somebody had one. They're like, "Hey, this is something that people can like, you know, see and fall." I felt okay because I'm tall, but I thought, man, if I were short in this crowd, I would be losing my mind. All you guys are tall. <laughs> I guess you need to be tall to be a voice actor. For all those anime fans <laughs> wondering, you have to be at least six foot to yeah. be a voice actor. I don't even know. If... <laughs> not if you're female. Oh, except yeah. if you're female, right? Yeah. Or even if you are, why not? Why not? <laughs> Made that rule. Yeah. Viking women. <laughs> I don't even think all those people standing around at the convention center were part of it. I think some people were just wondering what the hell was going on. Because whenever there's something fire-related or fire trucks-related, people just stand around and watch. Uh, I know. I go running. Yeah. Um, I bet those guys outside that were selling water made a bajillion dollars. During yeah. That. <laughs> and plus they were selling... Do you know how much water was at that convention center? It was ridiculous. It was like three or four dollars or yeah, something. Three, three dollars for water and ice from the fountain, not even a bottle. Yeah, I couldn't believe that. Water from the fountain was three dollars. That doesn't even make what? sense. That doesn't make and sense. Outside it was like a buck, right? Yeah, which is why they made a killing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They deserve to make a killing because yeah. it's ridiculous what they were doing in there. Uh water. Seriously. Very expensive. Um all right, so uh I, I'm hoping that next time we talk to you, uh, it has been confirmed that you will be voicing Frankie in the near future. Uh, you're going to be at Anime USA, right? Yes. Yeah, because uh, at least Ed and I will be attending that, hopefully. I may, may not. We'll see what happens. Yeah, because Jason... <laughs> on the 20th floor. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but that's that's good to hear. You and Brina, so we got two of the One Piece got, uh, people there. That would be no, okay. Uh, <laughs> that, that would that would be good to see. Um, so yeah, well, hopefully when we see you there, uh, some good news has been announced on One Piece. Yeah, I hope so. Yeah. I look forward to talking to you guys again. Yeah, so thanks yeah. for coming on, Patrick. Yeah, no problem. Have a good one. Yeah, you too. All right. It was a lot of fun. A lot. Bye. 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 Hello, everyone, and welcome to the news segment without Firecrouch. He's doing his collegiate activities, so he doesn't want to interrupt his roommates or something. No, it's it's okay. Uh, Firecrouch is off to pursue bigger and better things than One Piece. More faster with the news, Zach. uh, Anyway, Jason, why don't you give us the news, starting, of course, with the best news. Uh, Yes, and I will try to make this segment a little bit more colorful. First part of news. I'll take faster. 
right. <laughs> <laughs> One Piece outsold Naruto by over 15 million copies. Now, that is a correction that, that we... That is a correction from last week, an awesome correction, because that means Naruto didn't actually sell 15 million copies this year so far. It only sold five. So the difference between number one, One Piece, and number two, Naruto, is 15 million copies. So are you telling me 20 million minus 15 million equals 5 million? No, wait, wait. Are we selling this product for that much? Okay. <laughs> I feel like we're doing an infomercial. That is very good news. Yeah, that is. You make a great ambulance news. chaser someday, Zach. I will, won't I? That is good news because that means like pretty much no other manga can really hold a flame to One Piece, even though the flames in One Piece kind of died out, but... <laughs> <laughs> No, you can't. Don't even explain it. Uh, it's very good news that uh, when I heard Naruto sold 15 million, I'm like, really? I don't remember it being that good. So I'm I'm glad we got that cleared up. Uh, why don't you go into our next piece of news, Jason? Are you still reading it? Uh, no, I'm not reading it. Because I can help all, you with because that. Because you know, I read that already. Is it? Why don't yeah. we go into it? Okay, so publisher Shueisha. Didn't do so well, which is kind of odd since One Piece obviously is the best-selling book in Japan. Still, click on the link. I can't see when you're. This is the problem of being in. I did read it, but I'd rather have reference to it, Jason. Okay. You're hilarious. Settle down, ladies. (laughs) Oh, behave. Oh God. Oh God. Okay. Um, So Shoeisha didn't do so great, but on the other hand, Weekly Shonen Jump um, rose 2.8 percent, I believe. uh, over 105 billion yen. What is that like? Uh, uh, what is this, like stock market news? Move over to no, no. Shonen Jump. It. The weekly Shonen Jump magazine rose uh, 1.244 billion dollars. That's that's really good because One Piece is in that, and that is important for our listeners to hear that it's doing okay. well. It. I think so. Uh, I'm not trying to sound facetious. I'm, I'm trying to point out that it's a good thing to hear. Um, but on the other hand, for some reason, Shoeisha, which owns like pretty much every magazine in Japan, uh, no, I, I know I'm lying, uh, uh, dropped $49 million, uh, which is actually a lot less than Shonen Jump made when you think about it. Not even when you think about it, when you look at it, because they're numbers. Um, and it's the first time that uh, Shoeisha has ever reported an annual loss, or is it just in this fiscal year? Something along those lines. Mm-hmm. Um, I know for the for the economic uh, nerds out there, I, there are nerds of all types listening to this podcast, Ed. And some of them are economic nerds, so they'd be interested yeah. in hearing that. Uh, <laughs> Jason, what's our next piece? Uh, our next piece, and just to skip to the one piece part... Um, the Monaco hosts from Sunrise to Manga's exhibit, and it'll have One Piece storyboards. One Piece storyboards. So that's kind of like what they were showing at the Jimbochu uh, thing. Yeah. Except for the anime. Anime storyboards, I'm guessing? Yeah, anime storyboards. So that's not really that amazing. Well, but this yeah. is in Kyoto? Uh, somewhere, yeah. It's in Japan. Yes. It's Kyoto, in- the anagram lover's Tokyo. Yeah. I was just watching that. That was Simpsons, right, Ed? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I like that joke. Yeah. Um, Okay, so yeah. why don't... Oh, no, that was Futurama. That's what that was. They're made by the same guy. Uh, yeah. And what's our last and most important All piece right. of news? TV rankings. Guys, guess what place One Piece is in? Second. Second? Yes, with 10.4. And number one is... Sazesan. With 16.4. But, Ed, last week we had a chance to get a number one, if you recall. We were point one, point one behind Chibi Maruko-chan. I know, we were so close, but it's not going to happen. And this time we beat Chibi Maruko-chan by point four. So what the hell? I mean, like, the one week we really need to perform well, we're like, yeah, I don't feel like it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
fucking Chibi Maruko-chan. Just, it's yeah. like... Yeah, you know, this week I'm gonna beat you. Just it was so you all the kids one. that were retarded that were tuning into the show to see if Saze-san was on. Well, no, it doesn't add. It doesn't air at the same time. Oh, oh, every oh, it's all the it's the lead-in. Is that what you're saying? Uh, what airs at the same time? Is anything? Is One Piece's uh, crosstown rival, so to speak, even on this list? No, I don't think it is. Not really, because Detective Conan is at nine on Sunday. No, that's yeah. Why? Nine o'clock. Oh, that's Kai. Oh, um, yeah, my eyes. Okay, so Which that's all the news. the lead into One Piece. Yes, that is the lead into One Piece. And that's the only reason Kai does well, let's be honest. Probably. Well, also the new generation. But it definitely helps Kai. I think you could admit that. Right? Yeah. Right, Jason? So, you know what? The lesson for today is Naruto sold less than we thought last week. And, and that's a good thing. And guess what Naruto isn't on? It's never on the TV ranking list. I've never seen it on the TV uh, rank. Maybe no, once no, or twice. it is. It is every like once a month. It is. Yeah, once. Uh, like you know, if there's five shows not showing from the top five, it'll be on. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's like it's the top fifteen. Yeah. And somehow I have seen it as number one on Hulu consistently at least once a week. So I don't know how that happens, but I'm not one to judge American fans liking shows that aren't as good as One Piece. Um, is, but it's good to see anime number one on Hulu. I said that last time, and I'm still happy to see that. Is there any other news, Jason? Mm. Besides that Summer Wars article you're looking at right now? There's no other One Piece news, no. Okay. Um, so let's go into the Greg Nogo guy, and we'll see you right after that, back on this recording um, with, uh, what are we doing? Anime recap. I want to warn everyone out there, the Greg Nogo guy segment, Really, I thought it was a really fantastic segment this time, but there's a lot of audio glitches because, uh, well, first off, he's in Japan. That usually happens. But I recorded from my apartment, which apparently has the suckiest internet ever. Um, yeah, pretty much. So there, it'll sound okay, but you'll notice some little problems. Uh, try and ignore them. It's very comprehensible. I wanted to put this segment in anyway since it has some very fun discussion and colorful discussion. So I think you'll enjoy it. I think even Jason should listen to this. You don't think you'll? I think if any segment you listen to, Jason, it would be one with Greg. Talking. Jason, use your words. I can't understand you. Just silence. <laughs> but that wasn't silence, so that's a contradiction. Okay, yeah, Jason is not funny, and I think we've come to the conclusion about this already. Yes. So I just want to warn you guys out there that you know not everything is perfect, but this this uh, marks. The end, I am not recording in my apartment again, so the crappy quality recordings you've gotten up to this point, uh, you will not be getting again. Until the next time. No, until ever, probably. Um, because I'm going to be recording at Steve's apartment from thus forth. Uh, so, don't I don't have to worry about that. So, let's get into the Greg Noga Guys segment. Ready? Let's do it. Do it. This is the Greg No Go Guys segment, and of course, here with us, we have Greg, straight from Japan. Hey guys, long time no see. Yeah. It has been a very long time. Uh, but we're enough because you were in America. (laughs) Yeah, it's, is that irony? I don't know. Um, It's it's funny on some level. It's something. There's some literary term for it, I assume. Uh, but do do you want to... (laughs) I'm on a PM. Do you want to regale us with uh, any tales from Japan or the United States? I know most of us don't live in the United States, so we don't know about that country. Yeah, it, it's strange and foreign to me in, in many ways. Um, no. Uh, let's see. Steak remains plentiful. 
steak, steak was plentiful, steak was had about four times, pizza was also had about six times. That's still not so enough. <laughs> it's, well, you know, it, it's enough for me. It's enough for me. I'm, I'm, I'm happy with that. Yes. Yeah. You know how it is over here with, with Domino's and squid pizza, so. Squid pizza? <laughs> squid pizza. Should I, I ask? With mayonnaise. Squid pizza with mayonnaise and corn, yes. Wow, that sounds wow. like the epitome of delicious. Uh, I think squid is uh, the only, it's the kind of thing in, you'd only put on in America if it were fried. It's true. Yeah, yeah, calamari, calamari, it's quite disgusting. Um, <laughs> no. Uh, what else? Well, it was, it was just a good trip, real relaxing. I mean, last year, you know, the reason I couldn't come on the podcast last year was because we had our, our wedding. Right. So um, uh, things were, were, were just really busy, and this is the first time in, in a couple of years that we were actually just able to relax in the States, and that was nice. I got I, to see actually, that. this is I think you've been on the podcast for a good year now. I, I think we're almost there. Yeah, um, if not. Yeah, it's, it's just around the time when it gets to the first anniversary of, uh, what was it, Cuddles last day? I think that I think that was like my second time on the podcast. So, <laughs> yeah, whatever it was. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, got to watch. Uh, thanks to uh, I, I don't want to mention them by name, so so a million people aren't bugging them. But a certain AP poster um, always is is kind enough to set me up with a year worth of episodes of One Piece. And again, they did that this year, and I was able to to go through straight through Impel Down. Uh, with my dad uh, and well, my family, we, we most of us, you know, they, they stuck through it. Haruka watched a good chunk of it. My mom even passed through the room a couple times, but we were able to watch that in one one swoop, and that was nice. It was it was good to see it all uh, again and for the first time, I guess. <laughs> so that was kind of cool. How was it in the animation, in your opinion? All in a row. You know, there the, there there are it has its moments. Uh, there, there's, you know, just like we had in uh, Thriller Bark, where it was really weird when just for the like moment or two, that Robin used her 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 wing thing for the first time. Yeah. Uh, when when Luffy, you know, the final attack was was at least done very well. That looked very cool. Yeah, we were, um, yeah I remember that. It, yeah. It in in many ways, oh, I, I think it's it's reached a new low. <laughs> I think we were talking about that too. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but but what are you, what are you gonna what are you gonna do? I mean, um, it'd be nice if they threw a little bit more money uh, towards the animation. Uh, I have to admit, still to this day, I think Naruto looks way more slick, uh, as well as Bleach, um, and that's a shame. Well, uh, they, people... they, they, pay, they pay the price for that, though. That's true. They do. Do they? Oh, the, well. Yeah. With immense amounts of of uh, out, well, really more filler than One Piece, which is hard to believe recently, since uh, especially Impel Down, I think, really suffered from it. Marineford's been okay so far with it, uh, but even though we're not that far into it, seems it, I like Naruto has a has a filler arc every other arc now. Bleach just goes for random. I can't I can't speak on either of them. I haven't seen them in a really long time. <laughs> no, it has its pluses and its minuses. Okay. Uh, I don't want to. I don't want to badmouth it. I don't think that there's anything wrong with it. I think it's okay. But, but the first few, uh, I guess, I, even they call them seasons here now. Um, but yeah, the first two seasons or so were, were still uh, really quite remarkable. Of One Piece. I don't think we'll ever get that back. But, but what can you? I think it was good through a little while. I, I know that's a whole other argument, a whole other uh, thing. But um, anyway, Greg, uh, we haven't talked to you. When was the last time we talked to you about the manga? Can you even remember? I don't. Dinosaurs and uh, cavemen 
Oh, uh, we're moving the earth. I actually right? think I remember. I think we did a manga recap together for the chapter with uh, Sabo, Ace, and Luffy. Okay. All right. When they were I, all I running, no recollection. I remember them running I somewhere. Maybe it was during the fire episode. Were they on a highway to Danger Zone? <laughs> that's yeah, that's very likely. Uh, Any login song, Zach? Look it up. Okay, I will. <laughs> <laughs> but but what do you think of uh, let's say everything f- the flashback through today, like general thoughts, and then we'll get to the more specifics. Uh, wow. O- overall, the flashback. Um, I I think it was 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 really well done. Um, it, it's it's something that that. Oda could have seriously, seriously messed up, uh, especially when you're dealing with with a history for your main character, um, and, and that's that's difficult to do. I, I think he did a, a fantastic job with that. Really, um, I liked how he handled Sabo. Um, I, I missed. Did, did I miss everything in the podcast related to Sabo and and his being alive? Oh, he's I alive. Did, right? Well, yeah, we 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 alive. have. We have definitely relayed your opinions, I think, very well. Mostly because we agree with them. Yeah. Uh, like, I think even from the very beginning of that, like the chapter where that happened, we had started relaying your opinion. So Greg thinks that you're all stupid for thinking that. Um, <laughs> no, but you hadn't been on there, so you could express the reasoning behind it if you'd like. Yeah, that was um, – it was it, – it's one of those things that I, I think he will try to – try to surprise many readers with um i, I don't know if, if if too many people read into it th- to that level but really the, the first moment that he showed uh the the board what was it the, the scoreboard that showed the number of battles that they had together um you know the, the three of them were constantly fighting what did they do like a hundred a day or something like that yeah um wh- when he showed that saba was only like a notch or two below ace and they were almost you know tied in the battles that really showed you something that oh all right he's he's trying to to tell us something about this character and i remember it was funny back on arlong park we got into a huge tip on what, what potential means or doesn't mean relating to that scene huge but, tip. um yeah yeah um what i meant with this it was nerd battle um <laughs> But uh, it, uh, he was he was trying to show us something there, and I thought, ooh, all right, okay, this this character's kind of cool. And that was the first time that I actually said, all right, he's trying to to show us something with this individual, and that that's kind of neat. Uh, I I guess I'll play along because previously he was just you know he had the top hat and everything, and that was kind of cool. But but other than that, it was just like, all right, okay, another another character to be uh, to go through the the Oda grinder in the flashback. But uh, but I, I was impressed with how he did that. Uh, then you started to get the the, the feeling that, that he was important to to ultimately what would drive Luffy and Ace. Uh, and and it was interesting because that scene a year ago now, uh, well a little bit over a year ago, when we first saw uh, Ace talking to Luffy in the flashback when they were on the the. One slip free. I'm paraphrasing here, and then Luffy goes like, "Yeah, just how Luffy was posed, based, I guess there, and, and and what Ace was saying. I knew that that you know you, you could have taken it that that Luffy they were it was just a conversation between the two of them, but I thought it was going to be a, a poignant scene uh, for the two of them, and that turned out to be seeing the two of them discuss basically what will come in the future." Uh, 
uh, post what they believed to be Sabo's death. Uh, and, and that was, that was interesting to see that, that come around to, to that particular, uh, I think I enjoyed that even more than the, the hint at the three uh, sake cups. Uh, I think I, I enjoyed that coming back to that almost almost a full year um, coming around. So that that was that was really well done. What, I, I what did you that. think of Sabo's possible you know involvement with the revolutionaries? I'm, I'm sorry, Malta. What did you think of Sabo's involvement with the revolutionaries? Um. I, <laughs> part of me wants to believe that that he's going to be a uh, killer that Oda can somehow somehow make it make sense for, for him to <laughs> oh, be oh that's interesting I mean it, it's it's going to be a hard one to, to swallow but uh, I, I'd like for him to, to bring it around so that we could believe killer was actually there watching these events uh was right near luffy and didn't even respond to him or react to him so, it would explain the full face mask it would, it would explain the full face mask yes and it would explain why why uh oda has said that he's so excited to draw him um but it's 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 going to be a tough one oh, where, you know? where did he say that uh who was it somebody was remarking in an sbs about killer and uh, what he might look like, or something like that. And Oda just said that, yeah, I'm I'm excited to draw his face. Um, you heard it here first, folks. Wow, that's that's <laughs> a good theory. I like that theory a lot. But then again, uh, again. but what they drew yeah. in the cover page with him, what he would look like as an adult, uh, a couple chapters ago, like two chapters ago. I mean, what do you think of that juxtaposed to those theories? Well, I mean, you know, that's. Obviously, Oda's going to come back to that and, and use that design in some form or another. But again, that is a quote-unquote, you know, I guess, ideal universe. I mean, just look at Ace's tattoo, you know? So, um, uh, I, I don't know if he'll look exactly like that. Uh, probably a little bit different. And it would, it would seem classical for, for him to, to make it seem purposely different. You know, th- we have that image of him now in our minds. So when he shows up looking like something entirely different, but with maybe the same features, we'd be, oh, okay, all right. I, I'm wondering personally if, if we should wait to see a character who has a, a gold tooth. Because you know how he had in – not, of course, every scene because that's the rule of, of comic books. If you have a character that's missing some teeth, you don't have to draw them missing that same tooth in every single scene. Yeah. Blackbeard's yeah. included in that. <laughs> yes. But when we when we first met him, he had that that missing tooth. So I'm wondering if we'll see someone with a with a gold or silver tooth at some point. Very interesting. Missing that tooth, yeah. So that would that would fit together, wouldn't it? Oh yeah. 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 Um, so with with that in mind, what did you think of these last couple chapters and the idea that we're going to have this skip in time? Uh, the, the skip is. It's nice to see that that that. that was what Oda was referring to way back in, in December. Um, and it, but it the, his it, final in, adventure as a 17-year-old? That, that yes. Comment? Yeah. Yes. So I, I checked a couple of days ago on, um, not a couple of days, a while back, uh, to see when that was first brought up. And it was, I think, on, wow, not, not exactly when, when Strong World came up, but... Um, when the the art book for Strong World was released, that's when he mentioned it again, 
And I, I kind of came back and said, all right, guys, this, this sounds serious. Now he's mentioning this twice. Uh, I think we might be in, in for a time skip. And uh, it, it's, it's cool to see how Oda kind of prepped us for this and why he couldn't say anything about what he had planned uh, for this year in the comic at Jump Festa. And right, he was right. so tight-lipped. Yeah. Um, I was going to mention that because I remember when we reported, when you reported on that for uh, the Jump Festa that really, really late night, I'm going to refer to it as. Um, I, I remember uh, you saying that he couldn't even say what happened, and that in itself could be mean something for it. And the, what we've seen in this last year, it kind of makes sense. What, yeah. I'm, what, I, what I'm really looking forward to in, I don't know if you are the same way, but the slight changes in character design that he's going to have to do to age these characters by two years. I'm, I'm curious as to what the character's going to look like now. Oh, Wow. It's uh, that's that's you just open up a Pandora's box with that one. Yeah. Um, uh, first of all, the fact that it's going to be two years is shocking to me, um, because I, you know, with the sixteen rings of the bell, I instantly thought one year. Um, that, that's the first thing that came to mind. Uh, I don't want to get talking about the the, the the most recent chapter too soon, but but he has two years to to, to work with with the characters. And that's that's remarkable. I mean, one year you could say, yeah, okay, you might expect uh, a couple of of the jaws to be a little bit more angular, um, maybe a, a little bit of growth, uh, some maybe a mustache or two, maybe a mustache or two. The um, I, I'm hoping not <laughs> for a mustache. You see, Ed, Ed is Ed is the no, pro I mustache think, guy. I think Usopp, Usopp could do it. That thank you. That was going to be my qualifier, except for Usopp. Usopp might look a little bit cool with something. I think he, he might be able to work something. You're thinking out. of what he's um he, when he's in Chopper Man. He's the the Chopper Man. No, mask. no, the Soga King mask. Yes, yes, I am thinking of something along the, those lines. Doesn't the Soga King mask have a mustache too? It'd be like a Fu Manchu. Yeah, yeah. He's destined yeah, to have what, a mustache. And of course, one or two uh, uh, broad size changes. Oh. Yes, yes, perhaps three or four, judging by how many months <laughs> they've grown. In the... um, what, what else? The big thing I'm waiting for, and, and it's, it's wow. I just thought of this this morning. I woke up, and it was the first thing. Who's going to get the eye patch? Is it Luffy or Blackbeard? You know, it, it depends who he wants to, to give it to. Um, if he gives the eye patch to Luffy, that would be an awesome... Uh, kind of handicap because you know for for every strength that's gained you know a character has to have a handicap right uh, and i think maybe be... sanji gets an eye patch <laughs> <laughs> uh which i had which i <laughs> oh, uh yeah keep going keep going and and, and the <laughs> yeah the uh but it's it's going to be either luffy or blackbeard um I think Blackbeard had an excellent opportunity to get one in uh, Marine Four during during the war. Uh, it would have been great for Whitebeard to to give him that, and that's one of the reasons I, I wouldn't lean towards Blackbeard getting it because that would have been if he was going to get it. I think that would have been the place. Yeah, but Greg, but what about then, uh, what about the Romance Dawn stuff where we kind of see that post? I, get, I think a 19-year-old Luffy was what we're seeing in that, and he kind of just, just the facial hair was the big difference. I mean, of course, he has room that was just a pilot, but do you think that's going to be any indication as to what he's going to look like? Yeah, uh, definitely. Uh, I, I, well, 
aside from the facial facial hair, I, I hope that's an indication. Um, I, I I don't know if I could stomach Luffy with facial hair. That's a little bit too much for me. <laughs> think, uh, the San, the Sanji stubble has to stay with Sanji, um, but I, I think he he in my mind right now he's the candidate for for the for the eye patch that Oak has been talking about. Wonder what, what's going to change about Chopper's appearance in, in, in yeah in what was it uh, Chopper? I don't know how much he he really can or, or will change. I mean, I guess it depends on on what his fruit determines what, what he could look like, you know, or, yeah. or if he even would, uh, in the, in the human form, he might, he might look a little bit more angular in the human form, but I don't know if he, he could change that much. Yeah. Um, not. Frankie is going to be interesting. Frankie. He, that, he is your favorite character. So that, no, he's not. Everybody thinks he is, but he's, everybody just, just says that Frankie he's is your favorite crewman. No, he's not. It's not. <laughs> Ed, Ed imposes it on you, Greg. You um, can't say no. No, that, that's what everybody does. You know, it's he's my he's my um, on the podcast. You know, he's he's my character, and and it's just it, it that all stemmed from my wife. You know, she said you're Frankie, and I was like, okay. And like every time I buy the random figures, you know, in those boxes, it's like who you're gonna get? I only get Frankie, so it's just like all right, I'm I'm Frankie. But anyway, um, that for you, by the way, because Ed said it was your favorite. Oh. I'll put that out there. But he did you guys spend a good portion talking about that? I hope that scene because that is barn on one of the funniest scenes that we've had in the comic. With the yeah, flaming tiger. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh the, the the flaming tiger was great, but the explosion Yeah. The, oh, yes, yes. One of them. Yes, the explosion yes. was incredible to begin with. I mean, first that was great with him looking like an idiot up in the up in the, you know that, that image of him in the sky with the freaking thumbs up. Yeah. Moron. Oh my god. Huh? A pirate mark. <laughs> that's gonna be that's, that's gonna be great in the show. That was that was enough. But then when he goes to the crew, each individually reading the newspaper, and he's standing there with no <laughs> face. And he just dead dance, Naruhodo. I died. I went to the floor. I didn't, when I turned the page, this is why, you know, it's, it's nice to read in the, in the comic because you yeah. turn the page. I didn't see the next page. I, I didn't know what was coming. And I just look over, and there's Frankie with his face blown off. <laughs> <laughs> we, we all had that, that reaction. Perfectly normal. <laughs> that was uh. incredible. And then he and then he, he comes back with the tiger scenario and he was just what did Frankie do to deserve that? That was just horrific. That no, but then thing. they got his his face was floating in the sky with the thumbs up at the end of that. That just yes. made the whole thing better. Oh, it was, it was great. Oh, man. but but also that was the first time the that's that's the first time the narrator box made me laugh in the in the second part of that where they were calling it what was it the uh, I I I only know the translation the legend or something it was the legend of the burning tiger or whatever it was. <laughs> And I and I laughed at the little box. I, I got, what are we calling those Oda boxes? What did yeah. we call those? Call them Oda boxes. That's la- that's the first time I've ever laughed at one of those. But that whole thing was just preposterously insane. Well, that that was great, and I, and I'd, I'd like to know how he's gonna come around with that. Uh, oh well, I'm looking at my poster here. We've got uh, Robin. Robin, we probably 
I, I won't. I wouldn't expect any changes in Robin. Well, the the whole everything with Dragon probably not physically, but we could. I mean, she's twenty seven yeah. already, so. Yeah, yeah. You're not going to become that much different looking. Frankie is, could probably look the most different, I would think, out of this. Because Brooke is, <laughs> you know, Brooke is just getting a new set of clothes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Brooke, Brooke's going to come back with with his hair hair tied up in in a, in a bow or something. Um, <laughs> uh, Sanji. Oh man! Please don't qualify, Sanji. Please. <laughs> no, no. He's, he's not going to do it. But, but um, I, I'm wondering if, if the facial hair might grow. Um, I think that's I, like that's the only thing asking to happen there. I mean, he I, might grow. He might become physically taller. Uh, unless he shows us another eye. Hmm. Let's Finally. See, yeah. I, at this point, it's like a running joke for him, though. Like, for his sake, I don't think he's going to. Yeah, I don't know what, what people think he's going to change about Zoro, though. Uh, maybe he'll have a scar, another scar. I hope Zoro comes back and his body is just a scar. Zoro's just a walking <laughs> scar. How does that work? No, I, I expected the samurai looking ponytail, personally. Or we were all thinking the glasses since they were doing uh, another oh, show. Oh, well, yeah, that'd be interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what else? And Nami, Nami, yeah, like like was mentioned earlier, probably a, a few sizes up. Um, <laughs> I, I'm hoping yeah. that's I, impossible I'm thinking, you know, at this point. Yeah, Nami, Nami has, has gotten more angular uh, as as time has has gone on, and I mean, I mean in a serious way, like her her facial features and whatnot. Um, but uh, I, I'm hoping even some more. She looks a little bit more mature because she was older at this point, and she was. She was what, nineteen or eighteen? Uh, Nami's seventeen. Seventeen? She's seventeen. I think so. <laughs> that oh, doesn't wow. make sense. Oh, all right. Um, I, I, I'm hoping that, that that she'll look a little bit more more angular. Um, and then we, we mentioned him briefly, but Usopp. I hope Usopp comes back looking not super buff, but but as you know, at least some muscle on would would be kind of cool. And he doesn't need to be the strongest, you know, suddenly not the weakest or anything like that. But just to look kind of cool would be nice. It would be nice for the guy. Um, but but again, that that totally depends on on what Odo wants, uh, how Odo wants him to develop, and and uh, what what strengths or abilities he wants to use. Uh, I hope he doesn't come back as as some kind of uh, powerhouse. Uh, I don't think that will happen. I don't think he he he'd mess with the character that much. I'd but. like to see like the the goodbye from between him and Heracles. Yeah, just like yeah. that that interaction between those two after they've been training. For I years. think he's I think he's a great side character that I don't wish to see any more of after this. <laughs> he's gonna get his own cover story. <laughs> yeah. Ed, you I, and your wacky boy. That's another thing, guys. I hope I hope the cover stories will return. Oh, um, well, now, Greg, now it makes sense why he didn't continue them, because obviously yeah, he meant to end it here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it, it, it makes sense. I, I think if he wanted to, he could have done, done a wrap-up for someone, which is, which is good reason for the argument that why he has absolutely nothing planned for characters like uh, Kuro or um, uh, Gin, of course. Yeah. Uh, you know... Uh, or even so, Captain Morgan. Well, he kind of showed right. him. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, so. That's a good of that. Yeah. So, I 
if he really wanted to, he could have done something because he had a, he had a good number of weeks in there. It would have been one of the shorter ones, obviously, but but he had some time, uh, and he chose not to go that path. So you know, maybe we'll be seeing some of those characters that we didn't think we would see anymore. Because I mean, guys, let's face it, he, he he's wrapped up with Wapple. <laughs> so so I I think you know there's still uh, room for for the others. Not, yeah. Not, of course, not to come back as as major villains, anything like that. Um, but but as as important characters in the story, of course. Well, Greg, I think we could. I, I think we could all admit that Wampel has become a major force in the business world at this point. Oh yeah. <laughs> that's that's. Yeah. Um, but but Crocodile. Yeah. That he's keeping up with him, and he wants him to go to the new world. Wow. What what does he have planned for him? That is really interesting. It's a very important he question. Has, he, has, he has something up there, how he wants to use him, how he wants to utilize, maybe not just him, but his power. Uh, and that's interesting, uh, that he made a specific point to have Crocodile head in that direction. I, I was going to uh, mention that, and I keep forgetting to, since that was like such a ballsy thing to do, since that was like a vil- villain we've met and defeated. And obviously is powerful. And what what what's going to happen to him him in the next two years? What's going to happen to all these people in the next two years? Yeah, uh, I I'm also excited if, if he has any uh, design changes planned for any of the the, the supernovas or, or anybody else, um, because he he went through the trouble of introducing all these guys, and, and that's that's no small feat. I mean, what he already had planned out was what. Uh, of the uh, 11 supernovas, he had only uh, Luffy and Zoro, correct? So he, he went through nine major character designs, uh, and, and now we haven't even seen some of them in full battles, and is he going to redesign some of them? Uh, I, I don't expect some people like maybe the, you know Capone to have drastic character design, but I think yeah. he might retool uh, you know, Law, Kid. Uh, yeah, those two I that, could say. That's that's pretty impressive, you know. Not to use them and then go through that. Just, just the design process of it is 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 grueling, but that's Oda. So, so so going from there, uh, what do you, what do you think? Uh, what are, first off, I guess, what are the big character changes other than those? Um, let's say secondary characters we've come to know that you think we're going to see in the future uh, that you're looking forward to, like. You know, the more secondary and tertiary characters. Um, good question. Who else, huh? Uh, I guess Gaimon. Exactly. Gaimon. That's that's a good one. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. He's obviously going to be in the Shinse- uh, New World. Of course. When, uh, I, maybe, uh, I would love Kaya. to see <laughs> Yeah, I was thinking Kaya, Kaya for some Kaya reason. Will, will be a major player. She, she will um, replace the Ice Princess. Mm-hmm. Uh, formerly of, of Whitebeard's crew, obviously. Obviously, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, well, Greg, if if you can't think of that, what about? I know you were uh, you just started showing your thoughts on this most recent chapter, and where exactly we're leaving off on uh, for for what what chapters? Chapter five ninety seven. What did you think of that one? I, I didn't think much of it, honestly. Um, I, I I really didn't think Oda was on his game here. Uh, obviously. He has a plan. He has a purpose. Um, you don't <laughs> you don't draw the you know draw draw and write the the conclusion to the first half of the highest selling and fastest selling uh, comic in Japan 
of all time uh, without thinking and, and agonizing over how to close it, uh, and just like that. Uh, so he obviously wanted wanted to do it this way for a reason. I think he's saving all the big surprises, everything huge between the hits for, for afterwards. But really, I, I didn't like how everything was just kind of presented like, oh yeah, and this is this is hockey and. Here's everything that that you could have. Uh, I kind of felt I kind of felt like that was the midichlorian thing in my head a little bit with the with the yeah. hockey stuff. Yeah, and well, it'll it'll come back. Um, it'll be important. I mean, it have, is it is what we thought it was, pretty much. Yeah, uh, and we find out there are three types of it. Uh, he's uh, interestingly enough, he doesn't mention anywhere that there are only three types of it. Uh, so that that's a little bit interesting. Uh, only that Haoshoku is, is the rarest of the rare. Mm, just flipping through here. Nice to see that, that it was confirmed, you know, that, that uh, hockey is a way to touch Logias, but again, something that, that we already gathered. Um, I, I think he has a, a bigger picture in mind uh, with hockey as he does with the Devil Fruits as to what their origin is. Not that I, I need an origin or would like one, um, but I don't think he's ready to go down that road yet. Uh, I think it has to do with the voice of all things that really mentioned and how uh, Roger was able to, to uh, understand the, 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 the writing or, or at least do uh, duplicate the writing uh, on the totem. Maybe his power to hear the voice of all things is to be able to like know, I don't know, know like history by like seeing something he can see the past of it. Uh, well, I'm I'm wondering if it's not uh, what do they call it here? Which one is it? The three. It's the mon. It's the mantra. Uh, <laughs> you have to realize we have come up with. Yeah, we have we have names of all these that we had to make up for some reason. Here it is, Kembunsha. I don't know what they what the name for that is. There's really no official name, so you could make it right. whatever you want, Craig. Kembu Shoko being the, the the one where you you hear the the quote unquote voices. So that's the um, the I, mantra hockey. So mantra hockey yeah, is what we're going to call they, it. They uh, translated it as color of observation. I think it was. Uh, and that... Color of observation. All right. There you go. And. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna just throw my 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 hat in the ring for uh, Roger being a master at that for that being what he excelled at. That makes sense, from what from what we've heard. As and as you were saying, the stuff with the power to hear all things. That I think it makes more sense that it's a hockey related ability than a devil fruit one, which is what I think a lot of people were thinking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, well, that's interesting. I didn't know people thought that might be a devil fruit. Maybe that was me. I don't know. <laughs> No, people have definitely said that. Okay, before. okay, good. I, I didn't know. I could have just made that one up. I don't know. Uh, what else? I didn't. I didn't like that the the message, the tattoo message, was just in English. Um, I mean, the the second I saw the title, I was like, oh, okay, three days, two years. So <laughs> I didn't like that. Um, you know, it, were, were Japanese fans confused by that at all? Um. Mm, I, I, I'm not in school right now, you know, we're in summer vacation. So, so being able to talk to a lot of people, um, as I usually do, I haven't been able to, to get my feelers out there and, and uh, kind of mm. talk about what's going on or, or what people think. But, uh, I don't think it, it, it probably surprised them. 
Um, so, so I mean, as far as as from Oda doing his job for his audience, I'm sure that was fine. But still, it's a little bit hard to swallow that. Oh, okay, yeah. There's no way the Marines would would read into that at all. Um, I mean, obviously, the the, the the they wouldn't know anything about the three days uh, and what that means being crossed out. But D and Y. Um, getting that out there. Oh, okay, gee, with a number? I wonder if that means day and year. Yeah, but they don't know it's at Shabbat. So it's okay if... I think it's okay if they could interpret that. Ex- exactly. They don't know a location, which is all right. But still, then then you know, what's what's kind of the point? Of, well, uh, isn't that what Shiki did kind of with the 20 years thing? Uh, did he like let them know that in 20 years he was coming back? I know he let Whitebeard know in Chapter Zero, but it was a similar kind of thing that he went back to train, except in this case with mutate animals, I guess. But 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 not only that, but he it it was said in the chapter that he uh, that he did everything else to like throw them off the scent, like the whole. Going around Marineford and ringing yeah, the bell. no, yeah, I guess. So yeah, ringing the bell for one year was a was a red herring. Yeah, he yeah, did. I, yeah, he he could still the the. How can I put it? I thought that he could bring it around to two years, and I think I even mentioned this. If he wanted to to have it, the the sixteen represent eight rings for a year. In other words, you you rang it at the end of a year, um, and that you know finished off that year. Uh, and then you ring it at the start of another year. But what he intended, obviously, was it's no, it's two years, ending two years. Uh, so I, I can swallow it. That, that's all right. Um, but I, I still think it, it's a little bit weak for, for Oda, um, especially using using English uh, as the kind of the, the catch or the twist there. Uh, I, I think that's why he didn't clearly show the tattoo previously. Because too many people would have just been like, oh, that's what it is. Um, yeah, because we were all examining it, and we all speak English somewhat well, I guess. Um, but I, did, did any of us really gather that that's exactly what it was? I think, uh, yeah, I think it was floated think, around, but I don't think it was like a, it was a consensus. I think most everybody thought he w- it was a tattoo with uh, the initials of like Gaze and Sabo and everybody, everybody who knew who died in the war and stuff like that. Yeah, because there, the cross There was somebody album. on Arlong Park who was like, I, I think it's going to be D and Y, and it's going to be something days and years. It was some... Yeah, I remember the, seeing that uh, around. Yeah, the, the, the ultimate theory, it wasn't, it wasn't dead on, but the, the theory was something like days minus something other and equals... It, was, it had some complex... No, they were probably thinking it would be like, it, like that, that amount of years and days was the time between like some event in his life or something. Yes, yes. And and that's kind of how it ranks. So it wasn't dead on, but I mean, somebody got somebody. You know, said I, I think there's going to be this. I said I don't. I don't really think so. I think that's ridiculous. It's going to be one year. Uh, but I could see him turning it around to two years, which what he did. Um, not happy about it, but but whatever. Um, I'm not the one who writes the story. He has a bigger plan in mind, and two years means way more changes for the characters than I ever thought. Only thing is, um. Boy, Sanji fighting the 99 Okama. It's going to take him two years to do the 99. That's that's. Well, he impressive. he might have. Oh, you you think it would normally take longer? I'm sorry, I cut out. Oh, uh, sorry, sorry. You, do you think it would normally take longer to do the 99 Okamas then? <laughs> no, I I actually thought one year was perfect for it. 
um, especially for, for uh, Chopper's research. I thought one year was a good amount of time for him to, to do some good research, uh, do some experiments on the plants, and he has a lot of time to himself. So why do you think uh, Oda um, chose to? Just the one yeah. year. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. Um, it, it seemed to fit. Uh, it obviously does, doesn't fit with, with his master plan, and I am excited about what potential that holds because that is, that's a lot of room for growth for a lot of these characters. So. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I, I think a lot of what we've been concerned about with the time skip, like personally, I think I've talked to Jason about this a lot too, is that, and maybe Firecrouch also was the, was the other person I was talking to this about, um, but, you know, One Piece is a show about following the adventure, and we've really been following it every minute pretty much from the beginning. Um, do you feel a little bit disappointed that we're probably, at least not right away, going to be seeing what happens in this two years? Um, I... I think I mentioned this a, a long while back, but before we knew exactly whether it was going to be a, a time skip or not, or how he might portray the the events on the other islands, you know, whether we were going to see these scenes of them saying, oh, okay, um, it's going to be two years until we see each other, uh, we're, we're going to train this way. Before we even got those scenes or knew that we were going to come, go revisit them, uh, I, I was suggesting that maybe during the next major battles, uh, you know, whatever that may be, wherever that may be. Um, we'll have a scene that before they, they whip out their, their new talents, we'll have a, maybe, maybe a chapter. A chapter would be nice. Uh, yeah, but, I mean, probably, anything big is going to be in chapter 600. It almost has to be. Oh, well, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's, he seemed, he's obviously working towards that. But I mean, as far as finding out wh- what happened during these two years to, to each character, mm. uh, I think you might have a flashback later on during their, their battles that shows this transpired uh similar to the, yeah that's that's the, what when, i was hoping uh, chopper went monster point or or when uh zoro pulled out the the cutting steel thing yeah uh, i think he might, he might do something like that and then we can kind of that's that's a nice way to get closure uh to to, to these events that's that's what i was hoping as well with the with going back, and I actually, I think, I think I had that same monster point chopper in mind. Ed, were, were you going to say something? No, I just want to see how. I mean, I want to, I want to see how the characters, some of them, get off the islands that they're on. I mean, like Frankie, you have to have like an ice breaking ship to get there. Like, how is he going to leave? That's what I want to know. Well, he's a ship, right? He'll, he'll think of something. <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah, who? Um, Brooke What's... was the one I was concerned about. Brooke seems set. Robin's obviously. She's she's fine. She can go anywhere she wants. Yeah. Um, Zoro Zoro's fine with Mihawk. Mihawk obviously travels around to his heart's content. Uh, Nami has an easy way off. Chopper has an easy way off. Usopp is going to have one hell of an adventure. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sanji has a way off. Um, so it's really it's really Brooke and and Usopp who I'm I guess I'm most interested in. Well, Brooke could really do a ton. Like, even though we didn't see anything, if anything, that provides opportunity for more to happen, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like, first he has to get out of that prison, and then he might have to fight people. And I mean, he's perfecting this guitar song of some sort, but we don't really know. And Usopp, I think we've all discussed that everyone wants him to be muscularly in some form. At least that's what yeah. you guys said. I'm I'm wondering if if Brooke is going to turn into some kind of star. Um, <laughs> or, I love waffle. 
like um, become suddenly successful. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, I thought I, I misheard you. I thought you said I love Wapple. <laughs> well, that that is also true, That's probably. Good. That is also true. <laughs> um, but yeah, boy, you know, for, for, prior to whether we knew how, when we knew how exactly how the time skip was going to play out, for for me, and I know I mentioned this a couple times on the on AP, but Brooke and Chopper were really the the kind of wild cards. Uh, I didn't know how they could be dealt with because we saw Chopper actually heading for Luffy, uh, and, and that was that was well done on Oda's part, him doing the U-turn there, um, heading back. Because I was thinking, well, if he's going to reunite with him, then, then how is this going to transpire? Right. So that was, that was a nice bait and switch there. And it's the uh, kind of thing uh, that Chopper would do since he's like the youngest one of the crew. Yeah, yeah. I I, I think that was that was well done. Uh, one other thing I didn't like, and this is this random. I'm just looking at the poster of them all here. Uh, Nami constantly... I didn't... While I liked how Choppers was handled, I didn't like how Nami has this constant, like, escaping, recapture, escaping, recapture, and that the people are just, like, putting up with this. Um, <laughs> I, I wish he handled it a little bit better. It was perfectly in character for, for Nami, but it, it just felt a little bit uh, poorly handled. Um, but again, minor complaint in, in lieu of Oda balancing his... Uh, nine main characters, like <laughs> so. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what What else do we have here? Um, um, the chapter, the chapter. Back to the chapter. Uh, yes. Zoro training under Mihawk. Ooh, big surprise. Like well, don't, don't like that. Well, Ed and I, I know the chapter <laughs> it before. Was, it, I was talking about LeBron James on the last podcast. It's like, you don't go and play with your your mortal enemy. You want to yeah. fight against him. You don't want to train with him. Yeah. Um, that, that's what bugged me a little bit about it. Well, we were talking. No, no, yeah. Go. Go great. <laughs> well, we, we I've, I've mentioned a couple times now on, on Arlen Park how th- there's a kind of almost a, a wah to it, a, a Japanese sense to it um, that, you know, he's, he's bowing his head to someone that he wants to kill. Uh, a couple of people said he doesn't want to call it guys. He said, uh, I really how, how does a swordsman defeat another swordsman? Yeah, well, there's that. And he literally said, uh, I want your head next after he, he said, I already defeated the, they call the, um, the mandrills, the human. Oh, mandrills. Yeah. yeah. I already defeated the human mandrills. Next. I want your head. <laughs> so, all right. So that, that is his, is his goal. Um, so he does want, you know, Swordsman besting another swordsman. That you know, uh, that's that whole whole thing goes there. Uh, so that that's a definite. Not that he will kill him, or not that he ultimately will decide that he needs to kill him, um, because it, with uh, Shiryu being with with uh, Blackbeard, we have a, a perfect what seems like a perfect rival for for Zoro um, in in that end. So I think even maybe in this training, he may learn that 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 killing someone is is not the the ultimate way to overcome or best someone, uh, and that's not what you need to be the best swordsman in the world. And it may be cliche, but I, I think Oda can work with it. I trust him for that. Uh, but but like you said, training with your 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 enemy, bowing your head to them, it it means a lot in Japan. Um, and, and you know, it's the whole strength and 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 honor. Of how could you bow your head to, to someone uh, that that you speak to so so um, uh, not not openly but but so defiantly to um, 
and especially someone that you've declared that, that you want to you want to overcome and kill. Uh, it has a lot of meaning. Even even my wife, when she read it, I, I remember she, she was just like, "Whoa, whoa, Zorro! I can't believe you're doing this." <laughs> um, so so it has a, a, a lot of meaning that way, and that will hit a lot of the the uh, you know Jap- Jap- Japanophiles and oh my gosh, Zorro is super samurai. He's throwing away his his honor for this. It doesn't hit me that way. It hits me as why on earth would, would Mihawk want want to train him yeah. <laughs> if he's going to do this. Uh, some people have said, oh, well, Mihawk said, you know, his, his words to him that he left him with were surpassed me. It's like, well, all right, but, but why would, would he take that upon himself to, to train him to do that? Um, I, I mean, I, the... Again, it comes back to the Japanese macho of it, but yes, go ahead. Yeah. Um, no, I, I agree with you, and I think Ed and I, when we were trying to predict what was going to happen to Zora, we're like, well, he's not going to be training with Mihawk because that would be ridiculous uh, before that. <laughs> We did say that like at least two or three times. I can't deny it. It's on the air. Um, yeah. Yes, yes, you did. <laughs> Choose to block that out. Yeah, I'll, I'll I'll re-edit those episodes so no one will hear that. <laughs> um, no, but yeah, maybe I, I don't mind being being wrong about it. It's um, it's the fact that it's also in addition to to, to my qualms is it's not that interesting. Right. Uh, yeah. it, there's nothing exciting. There's nothing surprising. I was hoping that that Zoro wouldn't get just to the message or that he, he would, would misunderstand it. And that's what we all thought. Out. Yeah. That's what we all thought would happen too. And he'd get lost and then he'd get stronger that way. Yeah, exactly. Now, or, or even training with the, uh, the human, the human drills. Um, we would find that there were, there were, uh, other variations, other creatures on the Island that, that mimicked the humans as well. And I thought that would have been kind of cool. Uh, however, to occupy him for two years, that's a little bit hard to swallow. So I think really the him getting getting lost idea would have been a lot of fun uh, and in character and mysterious too because mm-hmm. we, we wouldn't know how he, he developed until Oda decided to unveil it. Whereas, oh, he's going to train with the strongest swordsman in the world, so he's obviously going to get stronger. <laughs> I, uh, I, I sort of like it. I sort of like that in a way because he's basically he's swallowing his pride. Basically, because he he wanted to defeat, but he he's done that so many himself. times in the series already. He's swallowed his pride for numerous reasons. Oh, he's so really, he's really really swallowing his pride for it because this is, this is his dream to be the strongest swordsman, and in a way he's he's doing he's he's living up that dream by training with Mihawk, but at the same time it's not the way he originally thought he wanted well, to do it. The way I see so it, he's it, like putting his dream on hold for Luffy, and that that says a lot to me. And that's exactly why it doesn't sit well with me is because it seems forced uh, doing that because it's such, oh, it, look at the, the pride. And, oh, Zoro, you're, you're, I can't believe you're such a man, Zoro. You know, even, even you who are this man among men, you're, you're bowing your head to this guy. Well, Greg, like, oh, the, well, the, way well, I, the way I see it working out is what we saw at the end of Thriller Park with Zoro um, giving up pr- pretty much his life for Luffy, even though he, of course, survives because... Yeah. Because he's Zoro and he could survive anything, apparently. Uh, but I, th- I think it's the same thing here. Instead of here, his physicality, it's his, uh, it's his pride that he's putting on the line for Luffy. And that's what Oda's trying to get. I'm not saying it's a good or bad decision. I just think that's what Oda's trying to get across here. That is, that is exactly what he's trying to get across. And that's, that's why when, when Oda's target audience reads this, they'll be like, wow, that's awesome. 
Well, no, I, I think it's like, wow, this doesn't really make sense. I don't think it's awesome. <laughs> I don't think it's awesome because of what he did with, uh, because of him bowing his head to his enemy or, oh, wow, he's a samurai. That's amazing. Um, <laughs> I, like that. Okay, whatever. Um, but, but, but remember, when I say target audience, I mean Japanese. Yeah, adults. yeah, so I, I understand. We're, we're kind of the exception here. Yeah. Um, but I think it works in the fact the only the only reason I think it works is because um, he's doing it for Luffy, and that's what all these that's what they're all doing. That's why they're all staying for two years. Yeah, I yep. think I think the I, I like our uh, version of the story better personally, Greg. The him wandering and getting stronger mysteriously, but I I think it works in its own way, especially if they reinforce that he's doing it for Luffy and that he's swallowing his pride yeah. for his captain. That's different. Yeah, it's it's that's that's what everyone's doing it for. That that makes sense. Um, you, if you wanted to, you could twist it around that. Well, yeah, he he's going. Zoro, who is an idiot uh, and has no sense of direction, is going out by himself for Luffy. Yeah. So so that also is is impressive. But um, I, I understand what he means. And I, again, I, I've said this two or three times already now, but Oda obviously has a, a big picture in mind when he's doing this. This wasn't something that he just decided overnight. Um, so while I, I do not like it in the short term, uh, obviously there, there's, there will be a payoff for this big time uh, in, the, in the overall story. Well, how long ago do you really think he started cementing this, and how long ago do you really think he had this more specific story set out? If anyone would know um, this, I would think it would be you. <laughs> He, um, as far you as far as the time skip or or their 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 individual paths of growth, um, pick or choose. I think mostly the time skip though. Time skip, yes, no question. He 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 knew he wanted to do this from the start. Um, in fact, I don't know if I've mentioned this on the podcast. I brought this up briefly at Arlong Park, but remember uh, a couple SBSs back. I think it was two or or, or three back. Uh, somebody mentioned that he doesn't. When, when Luffy says "Ore wa kaizoko ni naru otoko da," you know, I'm going to be the the, the pirate king. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I even have this incorrectly on my site because I, I didn't pick up on it at the time. Uh, he does not use kanji for "ore." He uses hiragana, um, which is uh, interesting. Interesting why he doesn't use it because kanji usually has this this more powerful uh, sense, uh, whereas hiragana is, is uh, more more of a childlike. When you know when you're a child and you can't you don't know the kanji, you spell things out in hiragana. Uh, it's the same way when you're learning Japanese. Uh, I think the next time he says that, when we come back in two years, he might use kanji for ore. Hmm. Um, and and uh, it, it the character himself saying that makes no difference. Uh, he's saying exactly the same thing, but for the readers, we're, 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 it, you're, you're kind of getting the, the intimation that Luffy has, has grown um, a, a great deal, and he's become a man. Uh, so I wonder if that's something that, that we might that might be interesting. Along those lines, what can they do in the anime in this situation? Because obviously, Luffy, <laughs> a 19-year-old Luffy, is not going to be Mayumi. Ten- it's going to have to be Mayumi Tanaka, I would assume. Um. It, it, it'll work. It'll be fine. Uh, I, I would hope his voice doesn't change. Too. I mean, he's already, what? Luffy's 17, right? Yeah. So, um... He, he, uh, he should have went through puberty already, is what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, 
and, and you can't mess with, as as Oda put it, the, the nucleus of the characters too much. Um, so he's still going to be Luffy. I mean, do you um, think Mayumi Tanaka will take it down a notch? Or I, well, she's doing. I think she does a pretty good job taking it lower than I think other characters she's done in the past. Um, maybe. I, maybe not Yajirobe. I don't think. I don't think she needs to change a thing, really. That, and that's just me personally, because I don't think the two years is that much of a difference for someone his age. Right. Uh, if they wanted to, they could. I mean, maybe, I mean, you know, Oda's always going for what's most exciting. And it'd be, it might be kind of cool if he did. I, I'm not opposed to it. But I don't see any any particular reason to, unless they were like, yeah, we want to make him seem older, so let's let's tool with the voice a little bit. Yeah, when I'm when I'm speaking a little bit, I mean like a tiny, a, a minuscule amount where it's a little bit different, but uh, probably in the speech more than uh, than the actual voice, which which was what you're talking about with uh, the I'm going to be king of the pirate. Um, yeah. But a- any other predictions as to where you think things are going to go in in the series as as a franchise, One Piece, you know, part two. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm putting this all on you, Craig. <laughs> It's, 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 we're looking at 10 years here of at yes. least of comics. So, 13, um, if, if we're being modest. I, you, you know what? I, I'm going to... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I, I'm going to say at least 15. Um, because he's been careful still to say, well, I'm at about the halfway point in the story. <laughs> which doesn't which doesn't mean I'm in the half I'm halfway done. If anything it means I'm a quarter and, way done. Yeah. <laughs> so so when you know seeing all that we saw in <laughs> I mean guys when you how he hinted at everything that's in the new world I yeah. mean those are obviously ideas that that he wants to to, to play around with or, or 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 show us um and each one of those is an arc and obviously, they don't need to be mega arcs. They don't need to be any uh, uh, Aswabi, Water Seven things. But still, that's a huge amount of material. <laughs> um, <laughs> he, has, he has a ton of loose ends to wrap up. Uh, he has his cast now is, I mean, how, how many hundred strong is it now? And, and they're all. Maybe not main players, but they're all strong players. Nobody has really been been behind. Uh, Even the old characters. So much he has left to do. You know, what I'm interested. Is uh, also, you know, I was mentioning earlier about the supernovas uh, and their character designs. Well, what kind of character designs will, will we have uh, in change for the Blackbeard pirates? Yeah. Because he, he just showed us them, and they, and they just, you know, fresh came out of prison, and that was. A, a number of series, you know, series of designs that he he worked hard on, and uh, we're going to see them two years later. So how are they all going to look? I just well, oh. all, all all the new breakouts, all the new ones that just broke out of prison, they're obviously going to change their clothes. And, uh, and there's also there's also all the level six prisoners that Sengoku was talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, so, so they're and, out. And, what, and what about Kobe and Homepo? I mean, Kobe's going to get oh, yeah. Now that he knows hockey. <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna come out just just looking like Superman, you know. Kobe's just his his growth is is remarkable, and I thought one year would be a good amount of time for him him to you know uh, get some powers, especially training with Garp. I mean, a year with Garp is just 
I can't even imagine it, especially when, when he is already at the level where he can do a, a soul attack. So uh, mm. uh, two years with Garfish, I, I wouldn't be surprised if uh, he came out as, as a captain out, out of the bat, out two, you know, out of the two years if he was a headquarters captain. I would not be surprised about that either. I he he went right from uh, what a private to a sergeant, or a petty sergeant, yeah. whatever that level is. Um, what I think it would be almost the same amount of jump or chief. He was like a chief petty sergeant or something, and I think it would be a similar jump to captain. I think, but then you're an enlisted, and that that's a whole semantic thing. But yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to Kobe as well. Um, but where do you think the franchise itself, not not even the story, where do you think uh, One Piece could go from here? Uh, I, I, don't, I don't know. I mean, o- Oda just picked up a new generation of fans th- this past year. Right. So, and now he's basically, you know, restarting, not, you know what I mean, but but re- rebooting almost the, the series. I mean, we're going to pick up and, and everything, we're going to be kids again. You know, it's going to be <laughs> so exciting. What should we do uh, for that, Greg? What should we do? Uh, I think you guys should come to Japan. We should hang out. Yeah. I think we should. I think that's the only way we could do this. Yeah. yeah. We could <laughs> do a live reading. Now I just need you to give me some money for that, Craig. <laughs> yes, please. Uh, we will. Okay. One of these days. One of these days it's going to happen. Jason should have done that with you when he was there. You, you should yell at him for not. No, that, that was my fault. I was, I, was, I was busy during that time and I didn't have a lot of money. So, my bad. If, um, if if it's any consolation, he has been telling everyone that everything is better in your country. <laughs> um, but as a front, well, uh, the sky's the limit, really. I mean, it's a, it's a powerhouse at this point, especially since he, he's restarting with, with this with a fan base that's 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 this high at this point, and the anime being where it is in its popularity. Um, I shudder to think about it, and I think. Uh, it's safe to say that in another five years, um, e- even though obviously sales have have already you know mm. gone beyond Dragon Ball. Well, have uh, have you heard really, about like the it sold twenty million in twenty ten? Um, I mean, I'm sure you have. You're on AP all the time. Um, yeah. But just the amazing records One Piece has broken, and I think it's like the number one book franchise in Japan of as of this year. And speed in Harry Potter, which I'm not a fan of, but I, I I am somewhat aware that it is a popular book series. Um, yeah. So it's just it's just been amazing. I hope personally that the restart, though, I although you're already in your next generation in Japan, helps in other countries around the world. I I don't see why not because at this point, I I don't I, unless it's really abysmal. I don't see why not. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um. It's it's actually kind of frightening. Uh, I, I'm looking forward to. Uh, let me if I'll just tease something I'm working on. Sure. Um, I, I I haven't even mentioned this at, at Arlen Park, but I found a way to to view old uh, two channel threads, <laughs> and, and I found on there finally all of the the author comments. Um, well, not not all. There's maybe a block of like four I'm missing. But from uh, 2000, mid 2002 to through to two, uh, summer 2006, which is exactly where I, where I picked up, you know, buying it each week here in Japan. Yeah. Uh, I found every weekly author comment, and 
it's been really I haven't read any of the recent ones, but it's been interesting to to go through and read the 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 Japanese fan comments regarding the author slash series. Uh, and some of them are obviously extremely critical of, of Oda. They're, they're, they're obviously uh, jealous of some of the, the success. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they're very, they're brutal actually with, with some of their comments. Uh, but every once in a while you'll get something that's incredibly intuitive or, or, or insightful about uh, the success of the series or where it's headed. And it's, been interesting reading through Skypia, where where they were almost tearing him apart. Through now to Water Seven, where everybody's saying, like, "Oh wow, Oda's doing so well." But this is the, oh, that, that's that's funny, Oda. You know, make instead of of making fun of his his joking comments, they're laughing with him, uh, and and just talking about where the series is headed and its success. I'm interested to to get up to to modern day. Uh, and, and see what some of the fans are saying about him personally, because these are not what I, a lot of what I get in school are not the you know hardcore fans. I mean, they, they love to read it, they love to, to theorize about it, and and sometimes they, you know they'll, they'll even hit it dead on, like like with uh, some of the, the fans who hit on with with Blackbeard being able to do multiple devil fruits. Right. Uh, but they're still not the people that are on kind of our level who, who scrutinize every detail of Oda's life, who go out of our way and ride bikes on windy, cold Thursday afternoons to, to purchase uh, a book <laughs> that they might have an interview with. You know. uh, but, but these are those kinds of people. So it's interesting to get their take on it. Uh, and, and I'll, I'll come back to you when, when I, when I've read some of the more recent comments to see where they think uh, the series might be headed. Uh, because it's it's almost a little bit frightening to think about the power uh, that that One Piece has right now, um, in, in not only just the the hearts and minds of of the population, but uh, but but monetarily speaking, not not for Oda per se. That he's on top of this this giant empire, uh, laughing maniacally at, at all all of us. Um, but uh, the the advertising power is just unbelievable of the series at this point, and where it can go from here is. I don't think there's ever been anything like it in the country, um, especially with the rebound and, and uh, where he is now. So it's it's going to be a one heck of a ride the, these these next couple months uh, and and for sure next couple of years uh, with the series. Yeah, I, I I know Funk you probably too. We're we're all very excited to see where it goes. And this is I mean recently at least it's been what's going to happen next, right? I mean we we have very little idea a lot of the time uh maybe not very recently but as of the last couple arcs maybe um so greg is there anything else you want to talk about yes one more thing you just reminded me i'm sorry I keep, no that's fine you know, pulling these things up uh i've been wondering if the supernovas um aside from from zoro and luffy uh, might end up being to luffy what white bear what white beards uh not crew per se but his uh his what were they fleets i, I forget exactly yeah the allies on the, uh the allies what, what they ended up being to him uh, i i would think yeah. i would think more of those kind of people would be the people he's already met on this journey the people who have he has touched already um like a lot of the okay. white bear crew maybe what oh well they well not that's not everybody he's met are pirates so i think he just means like if 
Luffy's crew is ever in a pinch, will they show up to help him out or something like that? Maybe some of them. I don't know if all... Well, yeah, maybe all of them. Maybe. Yeah, that's, that's what I mean, because uh, looking at the, the cover of 51... Uh, you know, he, he really, you know, put a, put a lot of effort into them. We see now that a lot of them are in quite a pickle, uh, especially Julie Bonnery. Uh, and she, you know, interesting, I was rereading a little bit and she has had some issues, hasn't she? Like she was, she was crying back with the, uh, the ace and white beard thing. Um, I wonder if there's, there's some connection, you know, there and, and she's obviously captured, uh, Luffy and the crew might, might play some role. In, in an escape or something uh, that, that, that she'll have. Not that they're going to rescue her. Um, God, God, I hope not. Um, <laughs> I think somebody in the podcast was mentioning that she might be older than she actually looks. Ah, very... Thank you. you know, that's quite a simple concept. Mm. And and very... Wow. Very cool. She, she might be... So, she might, might have been somebody higher up in, like, the... We've gotten uh, we've gotten theories from like we've gotten theories from uh, she was one she knew the five elders that's why they were talking about her I believe they were right they were talking about one of the people that were captured uh, maybe she's Luffy's mom uh, all all of these different oh since when when someone becomes older automatically you have a lot of potential as to their importance mm. good good stuff to think about thank you that that's another wow that's very cool. Nice observation. <laughs> or um, she may be, be she may be a lot younger than she looks, and she's like a five year old going around doing things. I doubt it. <laughs> that was a joke. Well, it's, it's interesting with the voice that she has. I, I I always thought that her voice didn't quite fit her, and obviously they're trying to uh, oh, I tried to to make that kind of a joke with her her piggish attitude or piggish uh, attitude, her piggish appetite. Um, but I, I wonder if there's there's more to it than that, because she has a very very gruff. Uh, not not only voice, but way of speaking. Uh, hmm. Very interesting. Wow, it's possible. Cool beans. <laughs> uh, so but next, I, I wonder if yeah. I wonder if they 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 might uh, come around and and be basically to in in the finale of the series be to Luffy what you know Whitebeard's crew was to him. I, I could yeah. see it for everyone except Kid. I feel like I'm still a little Kid, bit iffy Kid's on him. Kid's an interesting one, isn't he? Yeah, very interesting. And and maybe he he won't choose that, or maybe he'll he'll choose a, a story of redemption for him. Yeah, um, not not sure. I mean, I, we we've had plenty of those already, so I don't think it needs it per se. But it would be interesting if if he had an idea for him like that. I think crocodile is more of an opportunity for that kind of thing to happen. Maybe crocodile. Yeah, yeah, it's crocodile. Crocodile too. He he has the whole uh, you know the, the enemy of of. My my enemy is my friend. Well, he, but he also had a better past, and he had you know gone down further and further because obviously he had ambition. We know a little bit about that from cover stories and hints from even Kauf and stuff that his past may have not been as as terrible as his present. Um, and it's and he's also had this relationship with Luffy that's gone from him getting the crap kicked out of him, uh, and to what we saw in Marineford and breaking him out of prison. I mean, there's a wide variety, I think, of what could happen there with Crocodile. Yeah, big time. Yeah. Guys are with that guy, or girl. Yes. <laughs> Since that's been, the, that's been the main theory everyone has about that, uh, which I don't really understand at all, but okay. <laughs> anyway, uh, 
I want to mention Greg's website even before. Uh, have there been any uh, updates on it that we should mention? Uh, a couple weeks ago, I updated. A couple weeks, maybe two weeks ago, I updated the um, Oda's Deep Thoughts. So there are some more from 2002, maybe through through 2004. Uh, awesome. I, when I went back to the states, I, I ripped out all my old jumps and the ones I saved. Uh, from when I studied abroad here, and I translated those over summer vacations. That was a little project. Uh, those are all up, and Pandaman is up to date. Cool. And are, is it the deep thoughts are up to date through like the a couple issues of Jump? I assume back. Uh, they they are not up to date at all. In, okay. in, in terms of recent jumps, they're they're not up to date. Okay. I'm behind on that. Okay. Well, everyone could pressure you on that then. Um, but you could go to thegrandline.com slash onepiece.html, right? Um, yes. And definitely check that out. Is it, you, you could be stuck there for hours just reading things that you never knew about One Piece. Even if you think you're really a fan, you're not until, you know, you really read up on these things. Um, and the deep thoughts are uh, phenomenal. I love that uh, section of the website. Um, oh, I, I'm, I'm excited to get it all, uh, all in, in, in one straight you know, run through from 2000, 2002 to 2000 to present, because you can really see the evolution of, of, uh, of the series, see a lot of his inspiration. Um, and I'll even tease something out there. There's other, uh, another comment from jump that I didn't realize until this very week, um, th that had to do with one piece that, that I will be adding to that, to that section, uh, that was, that is printed uh, each week in jump. Great. Did he do anything before 2002? Like from 1999 through yeah. 2002? Or oh, did, those, did I? Or, or did he with the Deep Thoughts? With yes, his deep yes. Thoughts? It, it, it's, they, they've been around for, for, for years. That's nothing new. Uh, are those around, around or, or are those harder to find? Well, I was, I was holding this, this one close to my chest. Um, <laughs> but, but okay, here we go. Um, you know Rika's Paradise? Des or Destination Paradise? The, uh, it's it's basically my site before my site existed. Okay. And it's not defunct. Um, she had the first five years uh, written in English, and I have a link to her site. Um, oh, right, right, right. I had seen that, yeah. Uh, and I didn't want to copy them from her page because obviously that's not cool. And I wanted to do my own translation. Right. And I just found. Uh, a couple of days ago, a site that has a log of all the original Japanese uh, Oda comments from the start of the uh, series through 2001. Cool. So then you'll be perfect. So, you'll have a perfect collection, Greg. Not, not yet. There, there's uh, the first half of 2002 is still missing. So if any listeners out there, Japan or otherwise, have jumps from uh, early 2002 uh, through mid 2002, please, please uh, contact me or contact Zach, anyone. So yes. we can get out that information. Uh, to send a One Piece podcast at gmail.com and just put in all capital letters Greg's 2002 Deep Thoughts or something if you find that. All capital, so that, then I'll notice it. Um, and then I'll send them off to Greg. Um, unless Greg has an email he'd rather you contact him at. Oh, that sounds good. Okay, that sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but seriously, I should give out a prize for this if I had money. Um, but maybe. Maybe we will, because um, I like giving out free stuff to people. But yeah, definitely, uh, definitely give that to Greg. But really, thank you so much for coming on today, Greg. This has been a really, really insightful discussion. 
No, thank you. It's, it's been a lot of fun. I haven't been able to talk about it uh, like this in quite some time. And it's, it's a shame because I, I forget what I have discussed and haven't discussed with you guys. So <laughs> it's kind of like, oh, yeah, I wanted to talk about this too. <laughs> well, well, we'll definitely have you on soon, hopefully. I don't know what your schedule is going to be, but uh, we'll figure something out. And hopefully you'll be on very soon and we'll we'll get questions from people we could do that again since that was originally what we were supposed to do um i'll and, be back and and then greg will be back so thank you very much yeah this is the anime recap for episode 464 a Descendant of the Beast, Little Wars Jr., full speed ahead. And this is a... Uh, what do you think of this episode, Zach, before well, we start out? Um, personally, I think I, I've... We talked very slightly while we were getting the episode ready. I think I'm the only one here who liked it. Because Jason's putting a gun to his head. By a gun, I mean his fingers. Um, he's I mean, fin- everything... He's I mean, there was some cool his... stuff, but it was dragged out a lot. Well, let's talk about it. I think... I think... I still think that it deserves a full commentary. Uh... So Let's why don't start. so uh, yeah, Jason, you ready? Yes. Because I'm gonna watch on Jason. Are you guys ready? You ready, yep. Ed? Five thirty nine, starting right now. Okay, perfect. Um, so there's Unagumo right standing there with all his swords, uh, but the, what it seems He's that they're doing. Kind of like Hachi in that retrospect. What you're gonna, I think, what Marineford is gonna be known for is really nicely animated scenes and a lot of stills. Because they're obviously saving their money for certain key moments in each episode. Yeah, you see, that's the thing with this show, kind of like when there's a war going on, it's just stills panning. It's not no, like it re- people slicing. The, what, I told, what I told, what I told Jason, it reminded me of. It reminded me of Civil War documentaries because that's what they did. It was like panning over the Ken Burns effect. Now, yeah. Did you really uh, enjoy effect. those documentaries when you were in school? Yes. Zach was a big nerd. I'm a huge nerd, so I actually enjoyed that. That's why that. he enjoyed this episode, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, I liked him too. Gecko Moria looked a little odd here, I can admit. All uh, of them looked a little bit odd. Like that's But you were commenting you were commenting on the high quality animation of this episode. There right? were some parts that yes were high quality, but then there were other some faces where it's like, why did they do I, that like that? I don't I don't I think this is still this is the kind of quality I like. It's been really consistent lately. I'm really surprised to say, except for the one scene with Marco and Kizaru where it looked like insanely awesome. You see, this is his unnecessary. It's like one face at a time. Let's show each single individual. That is the hottest giant ever. Okay, done oh. with that. Here's Vice Admiral Lacroix. Yeah, he's going to get something coming to him soon. Uh, but I, I love the scene every time, yeah, like this, where the giants walk over people. I think that looks Fucking I think awesome. they should have just stepped on him. Yeah, I know you said that. Too. <laughs> it's like, hmm, there's our enemy. Let's just step over them. All they this like, just, like be making. Well, like- I love the fact that these giants are so tiny compared to ores. I like a lot of the little stuff happening in this episode. You see, if they just like made tiny baby steps to move forward, they would have crushed and killed so many. The enemies. thing is, I think we're gonna get to this later. Uh, the manga chapter, Ed. I think this is the last one we read spoilers for. Uh, mm. Because it made the chapter suck. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. So knowing, <laughs> yeah. I think knowing what happens here makes this a worse episode. I think I think that's very clear to but, say. I mean, the thing is, you watch the anime all the time, and it's like, okay, I know what's going to happen. But a lot of times, you're like, wow, I really enjoyed that episode, even though I knew what was going to yeah, happen. Yeah, but I think I think the anime has to be judged without knowing what's. I mean, anime fans, anime only fans 
Well, that's why you read uh, Chris Beveridge's reviews every right. week because he hasn't read the manga. Yeah. Yeah, and you said he gave this one a B plus. Yeah, I mean, but that's pretty good for him recently. Like the Marineford episodes, he hasn't loved for some reason. Like he gave the last one a B minus. Yeah, uh, so. this I thought was awesome. I have to say, the, him lifting up the entire battleship. Yeah. You have to really think a scope when you see a lot of these. Jason just is annoyed with everything. Well, uh, it's just like you see the people, and it's just like you can tell that they're on like a different layer, and they're just being dragged down. Yeah, I kind of feel like Oris is a waste of a character. He could have yeah. been a lot cooler. He could have. He just says, like, he's going, I'm going to save you. And he groans. He groans a lot. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, Ace does the uh, Dragon Ball Z thing a lot in this one. Yes, he does do that. Which is funny because we watched some of, like, a little bit of DBZ. Yeah. And we just heard, like, the one. Like, literally five minutes. Yeah, and the one one Piccolo scene that was in it, it was just him doing the. Can't really do that. Yeah, okay. he was the only so like character static. that did that. So, what do you guys think oh. of this red? Uh, the red. This is this, this is the part was, I was talking about. This is I, I like this part of the episode. A lot. I like the shining. Yeah. Was that a uh, justice in the background? Yeah, the kanji. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that the kanji. I thought this was pretty neat. It but was this is what odd, reminded but, me yeah. of a Civil War documentary. Yeah. An awesome Civil War documentary with super powered people with swords. Yeah, mm. I really like this whole scene right here. I it's like just, the stare down with yeah, Sengoku. Then, like, I mean, you got the explosions, you got like the This is really the cheapest bloody... they could have possibly done yeah, this. Yeah, but too. also you got the really bloody. Yeah, look at that guy dead in the front there yeah, and all the right knives and shit. Like... And that guy. Yeah, that guy's yeah. not good. And then Kobe fucks everything up. Yeah, I'm like, oh, really? Kobe? Kobe had to be the one to take us out of this? I like the way that they undid it with the color coming back and the animation coming back. Yeah. Helmepo kind of saves it. Ooh, that, that's a beautiful looking. Filler scene right there because this is filler. And look at the and, and then there's this guy. He, he killed a thousand men. This rear admiral that I've never heard of before. Rear admiral Yukimura. I like this guy though. He has a good voice and he and he's very. Uh, he, he sounds doesn't, important. You know what I was gonna say, but I stopped myself. Yeah, he, do, he doesn't afraid of anything. God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> but he clearly doesn't afraid of anything. I like it though. Yeah, and then he goes. And there he is, never to be seen again. <laughs> <laughs> Only for Cody I bet you we see him again. But if we is. haven't noticed by this point, uh, uh, until Mr. Three and uh, Buggy return, they're our Mr. Three and Buggy. But they're much better than Mr. Three and Buggy. Yes, uh, they are at very least better. it's kind of. Like, and the giants are quivering in fear, looking up at Oris. Yeah, yeah right here is the. It's line. like I never really had a look up to someone. Shit. <laughs> Can't be good. Okay. I must reach Cody. Here, here is the line I of am a robot. Ah, sh- don't get in my way. Right, here comes LaCroix. Out with the sword. This is definitely going to work out. Yeah, I'm going to fight Ors. I'm going to win because I'm like a fourth of his height and I have no specific powers. Oh, yeah. Watch <laughs> yeah. this. Oh, my oh, oh no. Oh, I don't have a sword anymore. I could easily run away right now, but I'll just stand here and... ah. Oh, that fucking... Oh, that is... There's showing some more gruesome shit in this. Though. I would have liked to see, like, you know, him slicing This is half. probably one of the more gruesome episodes of One Piece. I'd like to see him cut all the way in half. Yeah. Considering you guys think nothing happens, a lot of gru- gru- uh, gore is in this episode. So for hear One Piece. that? Gore is better. Yeah. You see? You don't agree with that. I could tell by your face. Your face always is saying that. Your face is always like, what are you saying? I like to confuse Zach? you. <laughs> um, I like I like Whitebeard talking to Ors from the ship. He has yeah. a booming voice, apparently, if he could hear that. And he doesn't sound like, hey, over there, Mr. Ors, I can hear you over there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. 
No, Whitebeard. Is and everybody's like, okay, we'll help him fuck our lives. By the way, if you were listening to the Sites interview, which came before this, talking about Unlimited Adventure, Whitebeard, even though he doesn't even have the Quake fruit in Unlimited Adventure, fucking owns that game. <laughs> yes. It's I so much fun. To, I remember trying to beat him, and then I remember trying to beat him when he was harder. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, this oh. is awesome, yeah. Yeah, that was pretty cool. How he stops her in midair. And, and this, then, oh, 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 bitch slapped. Yeah, he, he's not a <laughs> puncher. In the face. I know, that just seems wow. cruel. Oof. That made me have a little less sympathy for Ors. He punched a, a very beautiful giant woman in the face. <laughs> oh, what's about to happen here is going to be awesome. Because I think this was the best part of the episode. I don't know if you guys agree. One of the best parts. That well, was pretty nice. Yeah, that was nice. It didn't right involve Ors that much, so. But that's probably yeah. why it was pretty awesome. Well, we get to see mo- all I think almost all the seven warlords uh, that we have here. Uh, we don't see Mihawk in action. Really do anything. Well, Mihawk did stuff already. Yeah. yeah we just saw him. Yeah. What is he going to do? Do the same thing again? I don't want to see that. I'm, yeah. But this, this was look, pretty Yeah, cool. this is all very I nice. like how yeah. he's like kick. And the guy's like, oh, shoot, I'm kind of cracked. How am I talking right now when my <laughs> brain is not functioning? Yeah. And then she's like, I don't care. This is nice. I think this is well animated, too. Well, it's not like it's what we're talking about. The art isn't great, but the animation's very nice, which is is fluid looking, which is what's important. And then you see this guy's arm cracked, even though it wasn't stone there. It wasn't stone? Yeah. There was part of it that was still flesh that was cracked. That's their their problem. There's a. What's the snake's name again? Sodomy. Sodom. Uh, <laughs> sodomy. Um, and then uh, Hancock gives pretty much her classic two lines, the except for Luffy line, and the, uh, you know, I'm beautiful, so it's okay. And the guy can't say anything to that except, oh, shit, she is beautiful. <laughs> shit. Yeah. You, yeah, you. and then he kind of backs away. You. Yeah, look, he's like out of breath. Ooh, she's really hot. This is this is distracting me. My blood's rushing somewhere. And then they're all like, "Fuck ours, we can't beat him." Shit. I love I love the setting, Marine for and and the fucking icebergs in the background. You notice that more in the anime. I like that. Oh god. Oh Gecko Moria. Oh no no, Kuma's gonna deal with this. (laughs) There's a look on Moria's face. There's like, huh? So here we have like the two like slowest things possible. Yes. We have like uh, oars walking slowly. And Kuma's and, eyes lighting. Hey, and, no, that's dramatic. That's dramatic. Effect. No, I'm going to say doing. Kuma's attack is. Kinda... Oh, but it's awesome. It's boring to watch. Let me just watch this ball get smaller for like a minute. No, it got bigger, then it got smaller. But it makes that awesome sound effect. I think it's cool. It's not worth like two minutes of it. Yeah, I mean, they showed it once. They showed it once, but. It took that long in the uh, previous incarnation in the anime, I think. So they're remaining yeah. consistent. I don't know. Uh, it's time how long this actually takes. Okay, so what, what time is it in there? It's like 15.05 when he started but you get these cool, he... you get these nice-looking shots of all yeah, the... Yeah, like, look at that nice-looking shot right there. Yeah. Bum, 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 But bum, that's an awesome bum, sound bum. effect. You guys are really, really, like, downers. Here. See, he's, like, walking slow. That's Come on, that looks slow. awesome. That looks nice. But, you guys, okay, now it's getting smaller again. All right. Okay. What's the timestamp on the skinning? It's only been like until when it, until until when it hits him. I mean, I'm how Yeah, like, I know. Yeah, we're almost done here. here. It's smaller. He's yeah, about to do it. It's smaller. Okay, now now you know, it's now right fits in, in his hands. Of him now. It fits in his giant hands now. 
But I is Kuhn. Yeah, but, but here's the best part. Well, the whole thing that he didn't even move Ors is yeah, the yeah. ridiculous. Yeah, this is the best part for Ors. He Ors now like stops walking for this animation to happen. It's like, all right, here's my attack. Watch it. There it goes. There it goes. Why, what would that pause? And is now, kind of odd. He kind of just stands there. Let me, let it hit me. What that is kind of weird. <laughs> huh? I didn't even notice that. <laughs> what is that? Well, okay, I don't remember. Ursus Chuck. But he has a... I love his voice. All right, actor. there it goes. That Ooh. took a minute and a half. Okay, that was a bit long. Yes. Uh, <laughs> and wait, hold on. How much for this explosion? Yeah. Then the explosion actually happened. But this, I like I like this. I like the animation and everything. Um, and the effect. But per, I... I think oh, they like, kind of got blown away right there. I think yeah. Kuma's like one of my favorite voice actors too, so it, it's nice to see. Mm. Yeah, or here. I believe they're they're getting blown away. Sengoku, Sengoku is like, just standing. Over yeah, there. my island's getting destroyed, and I don't. Give <laughs> and a Moria shit. is just. Why is Moria happy? It's like, oh, he's my prey. Kill him. <laughs> Moria's happy because he's... as long as the body's intact, yeah. he's fine. Because yeah. Kuma's that doesn't destroy the body; it just injures it a lot, and not like as a zombie. What we see later that Doflamingo does. Yeah, that destroys parts. There are sections that are going to be much harder That's to the attack. So including, the, uh, including that explosion, it was like 2 minutes and 15 seconds. Oh, my God. It's still going on. Oh, there we go. Okay, I think I think it's officially done here. We're, yeah. we're in the reaction shot. We have, like, the... Uh, and we have the... And his pupils coming back. Yeah. That means he's okay. Ace is drawing a lot like this the entire episode. Yeah. Is that bad? No, it's he's very. He looks like Luffy during the Shabandi, like the breakup episodes. Yeah. That's probably the. It's, that's probably the director. The he's freaking. He's freaking out. Yeah, yeah, he is all freaky. Well, I I like this story. Um, I think the reason. Well, we, I'm saying it, it. It's 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 appropriate to make to draw him. Like I that. thought I thought the hat and even the manga was like okay, we get it. He has a fucking hat. Um, I, th- I think that's I what we said. I think that's what we said in the manga yeah. recap for this. But the spoilers... the anime, the anime for this doesn't make me like it anymore. Yeah. But the, but the whole reason we didn't like it was because it got spoiled. I think it would have been a perfectly good chapter if we didn't get spoiled for it. I think it would have it wouldn't have been the best well, one. I'll, I'll talk from. So no, he's still a very weak character. So I didn't like the chapter. In I the love that he has a crew though. Did you see that? I think yeah, that's filler. Yeah. yeah, I love but that. But you see, I didn't read the spoilers for this chapter and. Oh, you I still don't like it. I well, I think we could say with assurance. Uh, tell me if tell me if you're wrong. If I'm wrong here, that this is the weakest part of the Marineford arc. Yes, yeah. I'll actually agree on that. End. This episode, like this episode, yeah. is the bottom. Yeah, and it only goes up from here. I, I would have said opening twelve, but that ended right on time. Yeah, it really did. <laughs> it was very yeah. well timed. Uh, it ended an episode before, uh, but yeah, this is. I, I still think this would be He's a good episode. I think this would still be a pretty good episode in a normal arc. I'm sitting out in the sun. I'm sitting out in the rain. I'm like sitting that. out in the snow. Didn't you like My that? name is Oars. The transition. Let's yeah, let's they have a great. Let's waste like, some time with Oars. They, they they have a great kind of like evil humor too. Like, hey, it's Ace Happy to Ace is fucking a wreck. <laughs> <laughs> I love I, I love any cannon scenes in in Marineford because it reminds me that it's a war and people get cannoned. Yeah, <laughs> Oars. At least they got the name right. Because <laughs> God, I yeah, oh God, I remember. Th- well, for those who don't know, uh, people who had read Scanlations and watched fan subs, we all thought it was Oz for forever. It's a rain, but I still got my hat. And then we thought it was Odds with a D. Um, 
And then it was spelt out for us by Mr. Oda. Uh, and there and there it was. And then Oars. people still didn't believe it. They're like, that makes no sense. Yeah, that can't be it. They probably just used some English. <laughs> uh, Remember, the One Piece is an English world that'll help you later on. Yeah. But then again, do you say Bon Cray or do you say Bon Clay? Well, has it been spelt out before? Yeah. And what was it spelled out as? K-U-R-E-I. Then I would I would consider that the official one. Yeah, I mean, I, it's funny to see. Oh, look, I'm going to try to take out uh, yeah, Doflamingo. I'm going to take out at least this, one person. This, I love this scene. Oh, Come on, this has got to be... Really? Me? This is one of the better scenes we've seen thus far in this arc. Yes, and I just think Doflamingo's great. I like yeah. that laugh that he yeah, has. His vo- he has yeah. a great voice actor. <laughs> He's just sort of floating there right there. It's awesome. On Tuesdays, I'll cut off your leg. <laughs> yeah. No. Tuesdays you go shopping for legs. <laughs> My foot. Ah. Yeah, that that I thought that was a little. Let me think of I'm snow. sitting out in the snow. <laughs> I'm oars. Have we seen him in every season yet? At least two. Yeah, yeah, two others. It's Summer, certain. rain, and snow. Yeah. So rain could be spring. That's yeah. Sad. Okay. He he likes the cold. Leaf, and now it's time for leaf peeping with oars. This, I thought, I thought the, <laughs> oh, there it goes the foot. Oh, shit. Oh, the foot just flies away. Huh? I, thought this, I thought this was very sentimentally well done. I thought the well foot flew, flew away kind of retardedly. It's like yeah, a, little it looked a little weird. crappy tween. It's like... <laughs> uh, I, I personally thought the sentimentality was in this. I like I, I felt for, for the characters. And then the rest of the episode gets slow. For two more minutes of slow, yes. Yes, it's like... Oars. <laughs> Sounds like uh, Frankenstein. Uh, <laughs> well, I'm just going to listen to Jason do this. I'm done. I mean, go, Jason. Do this. Uh, well, he goes, uh, oh, I, the, stabbed in the throat. You forget the line that we were talking about, Jason, where oh. someone's like, he's a monster. <laughs> no shit. I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's what a fucking monster looks like, you dipshit. <laughs> that's a little more. <laughs> A little more. This is really painful. Like, yeah, painful to watch. It's like a little much. And the fact that they end the episode on, and they still, he's still not there. Oh, hold it. Here we go. He's I like, always forget about this. Little guy got his, his foot. All right, let me just stab him, him with a giant more. shadow lizard. So while this is going on, uh, what do you guys think? Uh, I'm getting, oh, I'm getting I, some I opinions. I like this part right here. It's like boom, in the chest. Ow. Wouldn't that continue to go upwards though? Uh, no, we're, that's like a freeze frame. Yeah, yeah. I think. Well, he was kind of still shaking, so is the freeze frame of his hands still shaking? Oh, no, then it wasn't. Yeah. My mistake. And then we have the. So, what do you guys think of this? This was 464. This still has how much left? No, it's only a couple seconds. 30 seconds. 30 seconds of this. <laughs> uh. <laughs> I wish I could name the episode that, but uh, I don't think I could spell that out. Ah, uh, <laughs> uh, there he is. Uh, Zoom in on his face. Uh. <laughs> Thank you, Jason. No, but what did you guys? Okay, there we go. It's to be continued. It's <laughs> good. Uh, so, what do you guys think of this episode? If I have, it was very it. slow. Yeah, it was slow. Some parts are very cool, and the rest of it just moves so slowly. There are some chapters where you cannot do a whole episode for one chapter. This is one of those chapters. Um, you know what? I could not, 
I don't see this working with this is like an encompassing story and it's the only one of marine fur that's like that. So I actually think it works well as as it was. And I think the only this is the only episode that can be this they slow. They could have just had more filler if it was more this Marines slow. trying to fuck him up or something. I I agree with I agree with Jason. Yeah. You mean, yeah, that, I agree. I mean, like, at least something else. Or maybe Luffy being like, I hear... Like, like look, I think one of the best parts of this episode, and I think we all agreed, was filler. The whole red section. And um, yeah. some of the... Uh, and the part with Kobe being protected by that guy was actually pretty cool. It was well animated. Um, but I think some of the best stuff... And all the Vice Admirals attacking were kind of cool, the Giants. Yeah. Um, and those were all filler, just about. Or implied filler. Right. Um, and we said when we were doing Marine Fruit in the manga the, that it has the most potential in that it could provide some really, really kick-ass implied filler. And I hope to see more of it, and we haven't been seeing much of it. That's, well, that being said, we haven't been seeing see, much filler. It's a shame now because Toei right now has the perfect opportunity where they're like, we don't have, like, they could just start rushing through things. Okay, but we're not going to explain why because right. it's spoilers. Uh, I wasn't planning to, but I'm just saying they have. Well, for those who know, manga, uh, the manga's on a yeah. one month break, so things could happen. They could. Well, f- yeah. that, we're not going to get to why or what because you're, if you're if you're a manga listener, yeah. you understand. But I'm also talking from the fact that we're ahead. How many months? Uh, we're 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 ahead a year almost. I think. We're yeah. at, at around 12. I think this was happening last year in the manga. So you were right. Yeah. We can rush. Maybe they're saving it for when it really ramps up, though. Because you don't want to... If you start doing, like, the Bleach thing and doing four chapters per episode, which is what they do, then you got a lot to deal with. Then we with. got a problem. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you need it earlier on. And the thing is, the stuff that comes later, I think you could start slowing down. But, we'll, right. you know, that's, that's a whole other topic. All right. Um, okay, next we have a little bit of piece together, and then we're going to round off. You ready? Let's do it. Let's do it. Boy, howdy. This is the Piece Together segment. Uh, we're going to have, since I'm in the same room as a third of the uh, of the podcast, Jason here Why is going to... Why don't we be two-thirds? Well, I, sure. Uh, <laughs> Jason's going to be doing the forums. I'll be doing the emails. And then, of course, our favorite segment will be done by Ed. Um, yes. So why don't you start us out with the forums? What's going on? What did they ask us? Well, on the forums, first question comes from Badman version 1. Hi guys, do any of you think that Robin will be able to research a bunch of recovered and or copied tracings of Plymoglyphs from the Revolutionaries' headquarters? They do tend to get around a bit. I got the idea remembering the character John Nash in A Beautiful Mind. I can imagine a lot of Plymoglyphs lined up and Robin having to sort them into a certain order to reveal some sort of information helpful to her, such as Delve Fruit origins, weaknesses, or New World History, for example. Well... I think, uh, as, well, personally, I think as far as the Poneglyphs go, there's nothing going to be, like, too involved with the story that'll be found out. I don't know, if, like, maybe Poneglyphs, maybe she'll read up on other well, What else can she do? What else can she do? That's, I guess that's a very big question. Um, I mean, she, can learn, like, she can learn about the islands of the New World. That'd be yeah, cool. like... Yeah, she's the archaeologist. She can learn about that and then maybe, like, learn of, like, maybe where poneglyphs were spotted. Mm. 
I had stuff about Raftel, like maybe. sightings and such like. That. Yeah, okay, I could see stuff like that. Uh, not necessarily navigator stuff, but you know, stuff that we need to get into the new world. Uh, what's our next question there, Jace? The Noodleator. All right. I had a few thoughts listening to your podcast. I'm going to try. I'm going to lay out the main points for you to consider. All right. First question is: What role do you think Magellan will play after the time, time skip, if at all, or will Hannibal be chief? I think. Uh, well, Magellan said he was going to uh, resign, or yeah, what he said he was going to do something. Yeah, like you know, he wanted to. Resign. I don't think we're going to be seeing him for a while, for a little while, at the very I think least. I think we'll. See I don't him. think we're going to see him for a couple of years. Yeah, Hannibal, I see stepping up. Yeah, they were really making that clear in the Impel Down arc, saying, you know, if anything happens to me, you know, you're the one I trust. I, when he was passed I, out, remember? I could see Magellan going on his own little thing, and maybe it'll be a cover story when we get those back of him recapturing all those escapees. Oh, that would be fun. Yeah. I, I, would, I would like that. That would be fun. Um, like, you know, kind of like to repel for, like, what he let happen. When we get to the when we get to Chopper Rules questions, a question, I have, some, I have some big ideas concerning that. Uh, go to the next uh, a thought from Noodleator. Yes. If Kaido is Frankie's father, will Frankie have to fight Drake to protect his father? Dinosaur for Cyborg? I think that fight is coming sooner than Frankie could do anything about. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's all. That's all you could say to that, yeah, right? But I mean, like, you know... Who knows how that's gonna go? I think I don't know if like Drake Dinosaur and, versus Cyborg yeah. isn't even the weirdest matchup you could think yeah. of in One Piece. <laughs> I mean, yeah, Dinosaur is a weird one, but like uh, Dinosaur versus New Kama uh, Queen, or um, I don't think that uh, Drake and Frankie are really gonna cross. Uh, Lightning God versus um, Smiling Dude. Um, I, I I could probably think of weirder ones. There's some there's some weird ones there. Uh, giant leopard versus um, what's a weird moon man. <laughs> All right. Uh, last thought. Which previously unbeatable foe would you like Luffy to defeat with Montraki? And actually, even though Luffy Anaru. defeated him, I would say Enero just to be like, oh, you're using that mantra. Uh, ha ha. I got Montraki. That's better than Montraki. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, hey, guess what? It's called hockey. Do you know what he'll be getting? He'll have that same face through the page, the Enero face, except <laughs> it'll be just slightly bigger this time. Yeah. Uh, okay, so let's go to the... This is, this is a question that we all really want to answer. All so right. thank you, Chopper Rules. Uh, yeah. Not just for getting us to Anime Central, but for this question. Yeah. All right, uh, Chopper Rules, how do you guys think the anime will handle the time skip? Will they try to add some filler in between? Now, I don't want to suggest anything like Naruto filler quality, but if you stop and think about it, it would be a perfect opportunity for the anime to fix the issue started during Ennius Lobby, being too close to the manga for comfort. It would allow for a fresh start for the anime with faster-paced episodes that cover two chapters instead of one. What do you think about this, and what would you be interested in seeing if they did it? Do you, well, Okay, you go first. Jason I was going to say that... I think it'll be maybe a whole new series. We had Dragon Ball and then Dragon Ball Z with that time skip. We had Naruto and then Shippuden with that time skip. So I wouldn't mind if, like, you know, Toei kind of went the same route where they allow, like, they take a break and allow the anime to go a little bit further. I mean, the manga to go a little bit further so then they could animate stuff down the road. Like, they could maybe do those uh, Edo time. Well, this is this is the idea, kind of off of what you're saying here, Jason. Uh -huh. uh, 
I, th- I don't know when uh, Naruto did this because I don't watch Naruto, but they did do something kind of cool. They did the Kakashi Chronicles, was it called? Where they did, they went back and they did a whole thing on him that was done in the manga, right? Was that done during, between the two series? Is that when that was done? I don't fucking know. What Honestly, I, yeah, I don't know. What I personally would love to see is a mini series. Well, for one piece, it would be a mini series mm-hmm. between these two series for all the cover stories that we haven't gotten to. Uh, I would like to see like cover stories animated or um, some side story conglomeration that really keeps the One Piece love alive, uh, but also gives a chance for uh, the manga to really catch up uh, if that were to be done. So mm. we could see, you know, Anaru on the Moon. Um, we could see CP9 doing their thing. We could see the Baroque work side story, if that makes sense in retrospect. Um, mm-hmm. We could see what other side stories would be great. The Gadatsu side story. I mean, you could make that work after the fact, too. Oh, yeah. Um, the Wapple side story. I'd love to see like that all done as uh, like a series of like vignettes. Um, so each one would take like maybe an episode or two, and it would end up being like 20 episodes or something. Yeah. And, you know, the thing is, 14. I'm looking at it, but uh, with Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z, it's not they did, like... Actually, was... they did that a lot with Bleach, Zach, what you're talking about. Yeah, but, yeah, but I, I would like it as almost a separate series. Yeah, but mm. there wasn't a break, really, between Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z. They kind of just started right after each other. Naruto took a break, though, right? Uh, the thing is, they can't take a break or else they lose the time slot. So that's why what I'm suggesting... It's a time slot. Yeah, but they own the whole thing in is in Japan is that you own a time slot. So uh, when you have a series there, you don't want to have no, have no time slot. You want a time slot. You know what would be interesting? Uh, no, uh, what would be interesting, Jason? No, never mind. I, th- yeah, I, mean, I was I, just right, thinking that um, they could do some but, filler stuff. You know, stuff. personally, uh, about the same about. But yeah. I was going to say for Toei to keep that time slot, if they want to, they could just do like an hour of Kai like back-to-back episodes and kind of like move let that move and keep that time slot for Toei specifically. They could, but I don't think I don't think it's even going to still be I think Kyle almost be over by the time we get to that. Yeah. Yeah, that's a year at least. Uh, personally, should... I hope personally, I hope that One Piece does not change its name cuz it's this is this is a personal thing. Yeah. Come on, look how far we've gotten. 400 something episodes. We're beating the Simpsons I think next week. Um this is, come on, this is this is like you don't want to just destroy a monolith like this. I mean, especially they do it with time skips. I mean, if you look at Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z, Dragon Ball Z sells how much longer than right. Dragon Ball nowadays? You don't want to ruin the first series. The almost. fact is, Toei is going to animate it the same no matter what. Yeah, they have time to see how the manga goes to see if they could market it as something else. Like, yeah, say there's more fighting elements in this part of One Piece. They may do like they did with Dragon Ball Z and make it a different name. This way, they could release the games, like, you know, the fighting stuff. Because how many... I mean, compared to how it has been, Dragon Ball Z has always sold more. Like, when yeah. people say Dragon Ball, they but automatically that... think of the Z portion. Right. But and I also, also hope that it doesn't diminish One Piece's quality. Like, if there's yeah. One Piece and One Piece New World. How do you say that in Japanese? Greg called it. Do you remember it? Not really. You're the Japanese one, Jason. It's better <laughs> in that country, right? Um, you could have said the new world, though. But you yeah, know, it doesn't uh, matter. I think it would be in. <laughs> I guess it would be in English. Uh, anyway, what's the next question? Uh, Last one here. I mean, that's something that could be debated. Yeah, we can to talk death. about that. We've already done that. 
<laughs> I think uh, once the manga starts, though, we'll be able to see and yeah, yeah. analyze, we'll and then we'll have a better But idea. I'm still sticking that I would rather it I all mean, be one series. Here's what I'm going to say. If there are some character design changes, I could see a new series. Yeah. If it's just the same old thing. Well, Goku's design changed before Dragon Ball Z became Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> before It was at Piccolo. Yeah, that is true. They yeah. had like that whole time skip with the pickle, and then Goku flew off to marry Chi Chi or whatever, and then that's where Dragon Ball ended. <laughs> yeah, that was a very weird place when you think about it. Yeah, and nothing really. I guess things. Well, the thing is, in the comic, it was just like you know, continuous, a continuous thing. I mean, all forty-two oh, so volumes were named Dragon Ball. Yeah, so he just decided to go so sci-fi. That was what Toei wanted to do. They wanted to put the Z there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, when you mean sci-fi in the middle, I mean Piccolo is pretty sci-fi. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Piccolo was funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All, the time. Wow. all right, moving on. Pirate Marimo. In one of the chapter discussion threads, an interesting point got brought up. If poneglyphs are indestructible and can be and can't be scratched by bombs, then how was Roger able to carve the message into poneglyph on Skypea? Do you think it has something to do with the Willow D? Hockey. No, he carved. Uh, he carved it next to. Yeah, the it was like on the. It was, it, was the, in the it was in the stone in the same language. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's the thing. It wasn't. It wasn't on the poneglyph. Right. Because poneglyphs oh, are yeah. usually no, full. Yeah. No, the poneglyph was like embedded in it. Yeah. And it was yeah. It was on it. Yeah. Yeah. Right that's an easy yeah. mistake. I, I didn't. I didn't remember that until he finished reading the question. So obviously <laughs> that's not like something, right on the mind. Okay. Uh, we got two emails, and then we're gonna have one of the one tweet. Uh, this one's from Haley, um, who asked, I have a question. Recently, I've been watching the Alabasta arc, and when Zoro was fighting Mr. One at the end of the battle, he was able to hear, quote-unquote, the rhythm of all things. I, I think we could get where this is going here. Yeah. Um, and he stated that he could put his will into his sword. Thus, he was able to beat Mr. One. Could this be the first hint that he could use Montraki? Uh, and yes, yes, and, it, def- it is definitely that. And uh, we're, I'm going to call this Am Pocky because she wrote it like that, uh, but less controlled. What do you think? Uh, could it be true, or am I just seeing things that aren't there? And also, P.S. Ed, all elephants have teeth; they just aren't that sharp. <laughs> See, we've learned something here. You know, I learned something today. <laughs> uh, so yeah, we. All, I think yeah, that's I a good think theory. Definitely. Has yeah. It. I think uh, a lot of people, and I suggest you guys out there do it too if you don't have law school or something, uh, all go out there. There is a rereading of One Piece going on. Just go to AP in the general One Piece thread. You can find out all the information about it. They're reading 20 chapters a day for five weeks because that's how long it's going to be until the next, well, a little less now. Um, you might have to do some catching up if you're starting now. And they're reading all of One Piece. And it's actually really, really doable. And everything's out there from Viz yeah. except for the last yeah, couple. But we understand if you have a life. Yeah, I, we understand, but it's a it's a cool thing to do if you don't have a life. I think how long would twenty chapters take? A couple hours. It would take a hundred. No, it would take about two I don't hours. Know. So if you I, know, to, I had like I read like a third of a volume when I had a thirty minute commute. I so. figure with One Piece and its dialogue, uh, the average chapter takes about ten minutes, maybe. Yeah, that's a good chapter. Takes like 10, 15, 20 minutes. Uh, there was one in uh, Amazon Lily that was all text. The one uh, when Elder Neon was explaining stuff that took like twenty five minutes, thirty minutes for me to read. That took even longer with the crappy scanlation. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, good thing that's out in English now, real English, not fake English. Um, but yeah, they're all alpha viz, and I assume a lot of you out there own them. And if you don't, uh, it's definitely worth it toward the end. I think even Jason. Uh, 
Viz's yeah. I mean, they uh, harshest up, critic they right fucked there. fucked up Skype. They really Royally, did, yeah. But... Uh, hopefully they'll fix that soon, though. Um, yeah, if they ever do a re-release, please, we are not afraid of the word God. We're not, very, we're not very scared of it. <laughs> anyway, uh, one last email. Dear One Piece Podcast crew, this one comes from Phil. Um, I've been re- uh, a long-time listener of your show, and I'm loving it. Uh, and I'm loving it. That's good. Blah, I can't read that. Um, on to my question. Do you have a specific filler arc or episode that you liked? Personally, I like the episode where Book is adjusting to the crew, which is right after the Spa, Spa Island arc, which personally is a nice arc. Uh, <laughs> nice looking arc. That's all it is. <laughs> Uh, and I'm the only one uh, that's somewhat like the Strong World filler episodes, only because I got to see the Strayats interacting with each other again, he says. Uh, so, yeah, what what is your favorite filler episode? And let's do this. What is your least favorite filler? All right. Could I say it by arc? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, my favorite filler arc is definitely in G8. I haven't seen I'm waiting for the DVD for that. I think and the least favorite is um, Apis. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. I haven't seen yeah. G8 yet. G8 is a fantastic fantastic filler arc. I, I really I liked it. it and if i could actually see that as something oda did in the manga personally like really how it was played out that's very i why haven't they done that again if they could thing is when when we say filler and filler i mean arcs, it actually does screw with the logic like of how things happen well actually one of i'm gonna you know what i'm gonna change my enough from my piece i'm gonna say my least filler parts were the filler parts of davy backfight because yeah, I, I felt like it fucked up the manga Sorry. Yeah, because that was the thing. It's like, oh, let me choose this instead of a. It, it if you have not read Davy back in the manga, yeah, like, you need to. Yeah, it's a necessity as a One Piece. It fan. is really a shame, and it's kind of unfortunate because that's what happened with Bleach. They brought filler right. characters into the canon storyline. And the thing is that Aokiji scene is probably one of the most badass scenes in both the manga and anime, but they kind of screwed it up with the plot. And yeah. how it worked out. I really loved how they did so, in the manga. I really don't. I'm gonna say my least favorite is Davy Backfire for personal, yeah. more involved. I think I could. Reason. I think I could agree with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I haven't seen G8 yet, so I can't say. I'm sure from what I've been hearing, don't I'm gonna like it. That bitch Apice had to make it into the fucking flashbacks during the go, Going Merry Death well, sequence. Well, that's not a really big deal. Yes, it I, is. because I watched. Jason, I watched the whole series with no filler, and I don't even remember seeing that. So obviously, or you could just say, oh, that must have been filler, because Ed was nice enough not to give me any filler episodes when I originally watched it. <laughs> it's true. Um, and it was, wow, One Piece is a great series when you don't watch filler, right? Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> but so what did he do? Watch every other Skype episode? My most, that means I've... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess I think some of my least favorite fillers probably in Skype. But... Uh, my most favorite of the ones I've seen was, I think, the ones you're talking about. The post-Thriller uh, Bark ones were very good. Uh, the Spa Island ones looked really nice. If oh, yes, I'm sure they did, Zach. They were very jiggly. Uh, <laughs> but I, I really do hate filler in general, unless it's what I call implied filler. And my favorite filler is implied filler. And Impel Down did a little bit of it. Marineford, I think, has been doing a pretty decent job with implied filler. But they haven't been doing enough of it is the problem. Uh, so that's my thought on that. Ed? Uh, I don't really have any thoughts on that. Okay, so Ed, it's time for... It's time for... Peace the Tweet! Yeah, yeah. Jason and I's ears just burst a little, so it's Peace the Tweet time. <laughs> Ed, what do we have today? Well, uh, Master King JC writes, Here's a funny question. If you guys had an Ultimate Deathmatch Battle Royale, which one would you, which one of you would win? I think it's pretty obvious that I would. I think you're lying here. I think obviously I would. 
Jason's not even going to At least everyone agrees that Jason, <laughs> Jason agrees that he would not win. Jason runs away and he runs out of breath like two seconds after he starts running away. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. I feel bad for that joke. Um, who would win? I think Steve would do a pretty good job, too. Although he always says he can't fight, but he is six foot five. I feel like he could step on some of us. Um, who would do the worst? Fire crash. Fire crash. Fire <laughs> would do a pretty bad job. <laughs> Uh, I don't. I don't know Funk, so I don't know how well he would do. Um, I think uh, Pongo would do okay. Pongo, I think, could hold his own. If he, I know yeah. he's listening, so he's Pongo, scrappy. I think he could do okay, and he'd he'd be all cheap and use like moves like, "Oh, I tripped you." Oh, there you go. Uh, <laughs> hey, Pongo, no. if you're listening, you should be able to admit that you do that. Um, okay, so that's it for the piece together segment. On that note, are uh, you guys ready to round off? Let's do, Let's do it. it. This has been the unofficial One Piece podcast for Jason. What's the date today? August 29th. Sunday, August 29th. And episode, what's the episode? You don't know the episode number because you don't listen to the podcast, Jason. No. Uh, episode 125. Uh, today, Ed, Jason, and I were nice enough to fill in the gaps between some pretty cool segments. Uh, we had Patrick Seitz on for our interview time and some Greg Nogo guy with Greg after a long absence. That's cool, too. Um, and of course, in between all that sugary goodness, uh, we had a little bit of news. We had a little bit of anime recap and piece together. Yes, I said sugary goodness, Jason. It's okay. Um, mm, sugary. <laughs> so, uh, this is the kickoff to the month of awesome, Ed. Uh, I'll go through one more time what's going on this month because it's going to be awesome, as hence the name. Uh, one Piece won't be around for a month if you haven't heard. Four weeks without One Piece started, uh, last week. Uh, Jason is crying. Um, <laughs> so we're gonna have next Sunday Terry Doty and Stephen Hoff. Sunday after that, Stephen Paul, manga translator. If you have not heard him yet, check out the Stephen Cast. Really kick-ass episode. Definitely check that out. Uh, after that, some guy named J. Michael Tatum. I don't know who he is, but he's on season three, second voyage. So pick that up. And uh, you could hear Enru's booming voice and him asking servant girls to undo his banana. Peel his yeah, banana. peel his banana. <laughs> so I, I made that sound way more sexual. Uh, <laughs> but seriously, that is one of the mo- most hilarious scenes I think I've seen in One Piece. I don't know why. It's like, peel this for me, would you? Peel this banana for me, would you? Yes, and, he, and they peel it on the side as he, and then he's chewing it. And he's like, "Yeah, you should. Oh, these guys are all gonna die." Blah, 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 blah. Zach really enjoyed that scene, by the way. It was very sexy. And <laughs> <laughs> uh, for the month of awesome, uh, yes. we also have a way to contact us on the forums at forums.onepiecepodcast. Yes, there is a special month of awesome piece together thread. Uh, but how else can the people contact us? Either to ask our guests questions or to ask us questions. Well, you can call us at onepiecepodcast at gmail.com. Uh, send us an email, onepiecepodcast on Skype. That's one word, onepiecepodcast. Um, uh, Twitter.com, YouTube.com, and Facebook.com slash onepiecepodcast. Um, our website, onepiecepodcast.com. Um, subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes, or call us at our phone number, Zach. That phone number is 347-497-MAJI. That's 347-497-6254. Call, call any time with your questions comments theories and one day we will be in the same room again and that will work yeah it worked. <laughs> i thought it worked just fine okay i, I can't tell I <laughs> uh, but one day we'll have that on the mark 
Uh, so, once again, next week, Terry Doty, Stephen Hoff, uh, gonna be with us. It's gonna be awesome. If you have not checked out that anime show, do it now. It is worth it. You will like it. Um, they're gonna be back, I know, on September 18th with, uh, Brian Macy for fans of him. He does Dragon in One Piece, so expect Steve to ask a question. Um... And we're, of course, going to ask um, your questions from the piece together uh, for the month of awesome to people such as J. Michael Tatum, all, all the people who we said will be in this month of awesome. And uh, we will be at Anime USA, where Patrick Seitz and Brina Palencia will also be on, uh, I believe it's November 21st, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, um, late November, so check that out. And uh, we'll be around New York for New York Anime Fest, so check that out as well. Uh, so... Uh, you know who we are. My name is Zach. And my name is Ed. And my name is Jason. For the One Piece Podcast, everyone, goodbye. Take Bye. Care.